Welcome back, everybody. I think it's number five this week, episode number five. Last week I said five, but I was in error. I'm bad at math. That's I didn't go to school for that, so I apologize. But welcome back. We are going long on first, and we're going to go long this week, yeah? Well, not, not as long as last week. That's the goal. But At least on the Eagles. That's for sure. Screw the Eagles. <laughs> we, we talked enough Eagles already. But, Hurt my feelings for the last time. But, of course, we'll, uh, we'll run down week 11. It was a pretty good week. A lot of good games this week. We'll do our top five, of course. And then we'll, um, depending on time, but we'll finish it with Owens bets. Maybe we'll, Jeremy and I will get it right this week. But I think you will. I think there was, some, there was some improvement from last week, you know, I'm still better than you idiots, but that's just how it's going to be. And I'm did, just you gonna... leave the... did you leave the week? I, I did th- leave I the thought... week. We'll get to it. I, did leave the week. I thought for sure I was going to have it. Actually, you week. did. You did awful. I, I, did I really? I'm surprised. <laughs> I wasn't. Am I? Was I last? I had to have been. No, Seth was 500. Jeremy really was, was losing and I was barely winning. I with think. all the teams with the Packers losing, with the Eagles losing. Of course, I did pick Houston to beat New England. but That's, that's the trouble. It's uh, it's the – well, yeah, that's the trouble is with the spreads. You know what I mean? And you probably – it's the not spreads. easy to remember the spreads. Especially I, the I certainly don't remember any of that. Especially but. at the beginning of the week before injury reports and uh, news come out. Yeah. So, but it was and very, it's a short week this week. It was a very interesting week, a very heartbreaking week. There's a lot of close games. Uh, you know, the Colts won, so that kind of blows. It was a good, good game. game. That was a good game. It was a very good game. A great game. Is that where you want to start, Seth? You know what? That was number one on my list. Let's <laughs> let's rip the Band-Aid off and just go for it. Let's talk. For it. You know, it, w- it was a good game. It was – it really it really should not have been as close as it was with the Packers having four turnovers. I mean, three fumbles. I mean, who – I mean – I don't even know what to say. I mean, it, it was a freak game because no no team usually has four you know four turnovers in a game, and really with four turnovers they shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been an overtime game, but Packers D stepped up at the very end. While I guess the Colts offensive line kind of cut them a break, but kind of dropped the ball with the, all the holdings. Twenty five holding calls in a row it was a it was a really sloppy like. game all the way through. You know, I yeah. have not seen that many flags in a game and. I don't even know how long. There's been it's been a long time since I've seen that many flags in one game. I think There's it was lot. probably one of those uh, uh, those games where the refs are trying to send a message at the end of the game. We're like, no, we're gonna call that every time. And then it was just play after play after play. They're like, okay, well, we called the last one. We got to call this one. And it was just yep. well, I mean, make up penalties. And, and you look at the replay. I mean, there were there were right calls. It's not like they weren't holding calls. Right. They were. Yeah. I mean. But, you know, they say that about every play. They said there's a holding call on every play. It's just you, they choose not to call it or not. But That's right. 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 It, it was in the Packers' favor on Sunday that they did that, kind of saved them the game. But ultimately, in the end, they shot themselves in the foot. But overall, I mean, <clears throat> I'm disappointed because it was a loss. It was a good game. They played a good team. Spoiler alert, might be in my top five. but um, I'd be disappointed if they weren't. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot – top, the top five right now is hard because there's so many yeah. teams that are stacked at like seven and three, six and four that you can make an argument for. So, 
it's not Especially easy. the AFC in general. The AFC oh, in yeah. general is like that. For sure. You know, to your, to your guys' point, you know, you the, the Colts weren't playing bad in the first half of the game, but what were they down double digits going into the halftime? But, like, they were 14. actually, like, they weren't playing terrible. Like, they were moving the ball. Philip Rivers didn't look bad. Pittman actually, like, him and Jonathan Taylor actually looked like players this game to where they've looked pretty, like – Pittman's looked good the last few weeks. Pittman's yeah, Pittman's looked, good. looked really good the last. He's finally coming coming to play. But uh, Taylor, I don't think he turned. I don't think he put the ball on the turf at all. It just kind of came down to really sloppy play on both sides. Um, you know, Frank Reich, dude's really creative on offense. Like at any time, a Colts running back could be like lined up out wide in the slot, yeah. anything like that, and it just makes that offense hard to like game plan and cover. Um, and like the Packers defense is not that good as far as like to be drug out like that to cover random guys. And then the other thing that kind of came to mind for me is like the Colts Colts defense is a lot of like ball hawking type players on. Oh it. yeah. You know, they, they really a, do. That's a good defense. That's uh, one of the best. Fast, fast rookie of the year leader. Uh, what, what, what's his name? Blackman. Something. Yeah. Something like that. I don't uh, know. He was, but that was, I mean, he was making plays all game, all season, but then it comes down to the overtime play. Knocks yep. it right out of our boy MVS's hands. First fumble of his career, too. That was First just a fumble. good play. Like, it I was. was really mad in the moment. That was like, wow, this game went out like a wet fart after a Rodgers, you know, fourth fart. quarter drive. You know, I had some hope. I was hoping they would at least get a shot at the end zone, but, I mean, of I course, it, like that. It, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> How good the offense looked at the end of the fourth quarter, and really the fourth quarter in general, for the most part, you, I, I, I had a lot of confidence that they were going to be able to drive down the field and at least score a field goal. And they were already starting that. I mean, the first, what, two plays, it was positive. They were already at, like, the 40-yard yeah. line or something like that, and then they do that little bubble screen and just there it goes get right out of there. <clears throat> yeah, so that was, a, that was definitely a bummer. But, I mean, it was a bummer end because, it, again, yeah, it was just a great game. Uh a couple of just little like minor notes. The Packers have went back to this prevent defense on the like pre periodically throughout the game. There's too many uh, third down plays where all of the cover corners are sitting behind, yeah. like past the first down. Yeah. And then they, they just assume that they'll be able to make the play in front of the first down line. And it didn't happen at all. Uh, yeah. I think LaFleur just addressed that in an interview yesterday, I think. Yeah, he was pissed off. Well, yeah. I mean, the the first one that comes to mind, I think it was in the it was in the first half, first or second quarter, and it was like third and fifteen, and they threw it to Ty, who caught it probably about four or five yards short of the first down. But King and mm-hmm. I, I think it was Sullivan. I don't remember who, but we're playing so. twenty yards, you know, back on the line of scrimmage and five, six yards back from the first down. So I don't get it. I mean, you can play prevent there almost, but at least sit on the sit on the first down marker. So if they do catch it in front of you, you you got a chance to stop them before they get there. But by the time he caught it, turned around and started running downfield. By the time they got to him, he was already there. Yep, it's true. Would, it's true. would you guys say that uh, Lafleur got out coached by Rick? Not necessarily. I would say Petten got out coached. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Petten, definitely. LaFleur, second half, I mean, maybe they didn't – I mean, second half offense did nothing until the final three minutes of the game. I mean, I guess you could call that no no adjustments second <laughs> half. But 
first half, that was – and I think I messaged you that, guys, that if that offense is clicking and on a roll, I mean, the, the, nobody can stop them. If the Colts, who have probably the best defense in the league, can't stop them and they put up 28 points in the first half, I mean – yeah, that's it. There's not many, teams, not many teams putting up 28 points and a half against a top five defense like that. Not um, no, no, that definitely kind of brings me to the point of like surprise, surprise. But uh, I might have a different MVP pick, pick this. Uh, hey, this I like the sound <clears> of that. that. I'm like, I'm, I'm it's just like, in that discussion. It's just like because you kind of this game, you kind of come away thinking like is the Packers offense literally what it is because of Rodgers? Like, yeah, Devontae Adams is probably a top five receiver. Like he's oh, for sure. probably – For sure. Yeah, top for five. sure. But is he a top five receiver without Rodgers? You know what I mean? And, like, does Aaron Jones do half of what he does without Rodgers? And, like, realistically, the only guy that I think you could take off the Packers, just, like, pluck him off, and they're still going to produce, like, at a high level somewhere else, is Devontae Adams. Like, that's pre- skill position-wise. I don't think Aaron Jones is, is going to put up – and I mean, like ten for forty-one. That's not great, obviously. But I don't think he's gonna do what he does for the Packers. He also elsewhere. I think he had what probably I think close to fifty yards receiving too. Thirty four for thirty. 30 yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's he gonna get a, rushing, He's gonna get a nice bag in the offseason by some team willing to pay him, I, unless he wants to come back to the Packers for a little bit of a discount. It would be <laughs> foolish not to go back to the Packers, you know, especially like. For running backs, like, you have to almost cuff yourself to a good quarterback, you know, especially a guy like, you know, J- Jones can do a little bit of everything. You know, he, he can catch the ball. Obviously, he can run the ball. And, I mean, he's not, like, he's not bad at any, like, facet of the game for a running back, you know. It, no, no, no. What, what worries me there is <clears throat> I don't know if the Packers are going to have any money. I mean, they've been throwing money out left and right. Like, it's. I don't. It's like they're the but, Dallas Cowboys, but well, they're putting it where they need to, at least, unlike the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. And and I just was reading the other day that they're talking with Lindsley as well about getting him extended. So if they, they shouldn't, and he won't they, cost a ton. I mean, a no, top center salary, but it will. Um, but they gave Bakhtiari an insane amount of money. They yep. extended Clark in the off season. It's like, you know, do they even have any money left to to bring some, you know, bring a guy like him? With, I mean, you know, they're going to try. They're going to do whatever they can to make it happen. Oh, uh, for sure. They'll definitely throw him an offer. Or at least give him a competitive offer. But, the, I mean, they won't be able to give him a top tier. Him or Kevin King, they won't be able to give a top tier. So, to well, me, that'll King be interesting. Can <laughs> you want to know. He's a, good, he's a good piece when he's healthy all the time. That's the problem, though. Like, uh, right. I, I just don't see it. Injuries. I mean, I think Jackson, Josh Jackson, played well enough in the few games that King was out that he could be a compliment to Jair. I guess you can say that. And King's going to – I mean, he's a corner. He's a premier position, so he's going to get a good chunk of money too because he does play well when he is healthy, but it's just that's the question. Can he ever play 16 games in a season? He hasn't done that yet. Obviously, he hadn't this year. So, to me, for them to bring like – Say they bring him back instead of Jones, to me, that's stupid. I mean, you know, maybe they do offer him both and King accepts and Jones moves on, but I would say you got to throw everything at Jones before you throw anything at King. A running back? A running back over a cornerback? That's the, that's the problem, is the, is the positional yeah. value. You, you so, know okay. I, mean? well, I, I almost think, like, there's almost no possible way you can do that with Jamal Williams on the roster, and then you guys just – Jamal Williams is gone, too. 
Williams and to, Jones, both of them. But are. you just you just drafted a running back in the second round. There's no way you can throw like a high end contract. Yeah, but at he, that guy. But AJ Dillon is nothing like Jones. I mean, well, I, the problem is like Jamal. Jamal will be an easy resign, mm-hmm. I think. You know right. what I mean? Here's my argument there. Here's my thought there. Is, isn't A.J. Dillon and Jamal Williams like almost identical players? No. You really AJ think so? Dillon's, A.J. Dillon's huge. Yeah, he's a Derek. You do your Derek Henry or your poor man's Derek well, Henry. It's not Jamal, like Jamal Williams. It's not like your, he's small, though. No, Jamal Williams is your, your thumper right now. But, yeah. I mean, he's all, he can also do all the receiving that Aaron he, Jones. He can. Not, not as well. I mean, not as well, no, in my opinion. No. But that's, he can. Well, that's exactly right. So if you're if you're looking to do a, a committee next year, you can still do it with Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. Uh, yeah. You don't have your 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 can take it to the house every single play like Aaron Jones in that in that point. But but uh, I think they'd still they'll prioritize corner over running back. Everybody they, should. Are are they okay with Josh Jackson over Kevin King? That's the problem. So we'll see. That'll be interesting. That'll be a nice off season. <laughs> oh yeah, that will uh, be. Question. It'll be a good. That'll mm-hmm. be a good debate. All only for you sure. know. Only only other thing this this week was, it, it's just so poetic that MVS giveth, yeah. and MVS taketh away. It was such a good play. I can't. It's hard to blame anybody in this loss. I uh, like seeing games like that though. So I mean, if if you can credit anybody like in the entire game, I'd say it'd be like. Frank Reich and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers made all the big throws. Philip Rivers was, like, was necessary. Pretty. Uh, I mean, other than the tip pass, which that isn't really even his fault. He was almost perfect no. on yeah, Sunday. I, I mean, mean, he was making throw after throw, and it was just. There was I the mean, one where he got smoked by Kenny Clark too. Like, oh just yeah, drilled, and then he was crawling on the ground. That was where it was just like, oof, you know, his age and like obviously he's he's a tough guy, but he's had obviously had his injuries in the past, but. That was hard to see, you know. Yeah, right. It was he had a sixty-eight quarterback rating, but that doesn't or no, I guess he had a hundred and seven quarterback rating. But even that doesn't tell the story because he made the plays when he needed to make them. That was the, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was where it 20, was for sure. Twenty-four for thirty-six, two eighty-eight, three touchdowns and a pick. I don't know. He like he is the the reason that offense stayed in the game, him and Reich. Because yep. I mean Nobody look at their receiving stats. The, the running totals weren't impressive. They, they I mean, they had Taylor. Taylor, Taylor had a couple big runs, but overall, really, the numbers aren't too impressive running wise. I mean, not the numbers, he, but he, I mean, he had flashes. Though. Well, yeah, he had yeah, flashes yeah. where he, he looked like. But they didn't Wisconsin win that game because we of the running expecting. game. They won that game because no. Rivers and Rivers. Pittman. Right. I mean, he Rivers was spreading it around though too. I mean, right. nobody. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you look at the receiving stats, it's, what was it, four guys with three catches, one guy with four, and that was the most to anybody? Yeah. Like, it's just everybody seemed to have catch the, caught, caught the ball at some point in time, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He spread it around a lot. That's <laughs> when Rivers was at his best, too. That's when he was at his best in San Diego is when he was spreading yeah. the ball around, you know? It's true. We had people to spread the ball, too. Yeah. I mean, none of these guys – I mean, Pittman's coming along. T.Y. Hilton is obviously a name. Pascal's are all right. Mo Ali Cox is all right. But like, and like Trey Burton, that's a really good chess piece. I mean, that's all he yeah, had was Philly. Yeah. Um, but it's just like they got, you know, you know, look, looking at these names, looking at these names, timeout. Marcus Johnson was in the Eagles. Uh, Trey Burton, Eagles. Oh boy. I thought I'd seen another name. A couple of, well, that doesn't surprise you have Frank Reich. You know, he had those guys in Philly with him. That's you know? true. But anyway, Seth, what were you saying? Well, 
I, I, I thought you were going to go on the Eagles rant there for a second, but you stopped. No. So, you know. Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's move um, on because I'm tired of talking about the Packers losing. It was – There you go. You know, they got the Bears this week, so they beat them all as well in, in cheese and dairy land here. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk KC, Las Vegas. Um, I was really hoping it would have been real good to talk about if Las Vegas was able to pull this out. But, man, that would talk about another good game that back and forth. Yeah, that was fun. You no, know, I would have loved to seen Casey lose just so Jeremy can make an argument that they're still the best team in the league. But I would have too. <laughs> but I mean, this was a good one. Derek Carr was brilliant again. I mean, the first time they played Casey, he was brilliant. This time he played, they were just he was just as good, but that defense fell apart there at the end. I mean, what they score, they scored the um, the go-ahead touchdown with, what, two and a half minutes, two minutes left, and yep. gave it back to Mahomes, and Mahomes did what they do. And Mahomes does. Went down and just, whew, tell you. You, but, you know, as far as this goes, this was almost like a game of, like, the quarterbacks and the tight ends. Because, like, Travis Kelsey obviously yes. had himself a game. But, like – Darren Waller wasn't covered the entire game. <laughs> I don't know if the Chiefs covered him the entire game, man. And on his touchdown, there was no one within like ten yards of him. He was wide open on the touchdown. <laughs> that was a nice but it's visual, just, like, just watching him, watching Carr like fist pump yeah. up as he throws it. He knew he had yeah, it. Yeah, it. It was it was wild because like Darren Darren Waller went seven catches, eighty eight yards, a touchdown on seven targets. Yeah, like, dude's yep. literally running wide open. And it's yeah, like Travis yeah. Kelsey. Between Travis Kelsey and Tyree Hill, it's so hard to cover both of them. You know, they both got 10-plus targets. I mean, Tyree Hill, 11 for 102, a touchdown. But Travis Kelsey, like, coming up big with a touchdown at the end. The thing about it is both of them at the very end of the game probably left too much time on the clock. You know, especially the Raiders where you have Josh Jacobs who can just – you would think would have just – chewed up the clock and burnt up the game you would think but i think the chiefs d kind of keyed on him throughout the game they really did yeah they did he wasn't really getting big chunk plays i I guess he got a couple of chunks but nothing crazy i remember three yards of carry i mean that's nothing to really be Mm -hmm. proud of but no Mm -hmm. it was it was really the quarterbacks and the tight ends like that was the huge storyline of the game but no this was this is really good and like that's going to be – I mean, that's the AFC West, though. It's literally the NBA. It's whoever can score the most points and nobody plays defense, you know? Yeah. This could have easily been 45-41, you know? It could have yep. easily been 45-41. But, true. I mean, Love Bell getting a touchdown. I mean, looking at the stats here, you know, the Chiefs – the way they – the Chiefs offense, Andy Reid – Andy Reid and Sean Payton are probably the two most creative people on offense in the league, like, by far. And then it's like, I don't even know who would be three. But, like, Andy Reid can get probably, so much out probably of Probably McVay. It's my guess. Probably McVay. McVay. I McVay would put or, McVay up there. Or uh, – or, uh, Shanahan uh, and LaFleur, yeah. Shanahan. There we go. Shanahan. I wasn't going to say LaFleur, but Shanahan. But uh, <laughs> Of course not. Too much love there. <laughs> no. Nah, Too much. No. Nah. But, no, it's like Reid is – I mean, how do you stop Andy when it's like you got Pat Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the league? You know what I mean? Talent-wise. Oh, They yeah. can do so I, much. And then yeah. – it's just wild because Clyde, you know, Edward Solaire and Lev Bell are like the same guy. Like they have the same skill set, just in different packages. Because Lev Bell's the type of guy that you could run a game up, game out with because he's big enough to. And then Edward Solaire is, you know, like this quick, nimble, short little dude that can be almost like a slot receiver type. But it's 
And then there's so many different facets to their offense because it's like Travis Kelsey can do anything you want at tight end, and he's so hard to defend over the middle. Or especially, like, when you when the play breaks down and it's off, you know, when it's off script, Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes are, like, really, really good together. Yes. And it's like Tyreek Hill is so damn fast. The dude's, like, next to impossible to cover. You have to have good safeties to cover Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That's why, like, Denver is, like, a good matchup for them if they're healthy. But it's yeah. just like there's so many dudes to cover here, you know? Well, that's so, the problem. I think when Mahomes gets out of the pocket and extends a play, you're, you're going to lose Tyreek because he's just too fast yeah. to hold to cover him for more than probably four seconds. So when, Literally, yeah. when Mahomes is going and, you know, running out to the right or to the left or wherever, but extending it, you know he's looking for Tyreek because you know he's going to be open somewhere. He's probably looking for Kelsey first because those two are on the same page, but Tyreek Hill is going to get open. You can't run with somebody that fast for that long. Like, you just really can't. No. Nope. Yeah, I, I guess I would say, say more, more like if he has time in the pocket to really key on Hill, he's going to do that. If he, has to get, if he gets pushed out to the left or right, then he's looking for Kelsey in the middle because yeah. uh, that's always there. So you it's know, just – it's hard to it, – I mean, what, do you, what can you do? It's just the best offense in the league. Yeah, like – well, like we said last week, they almost look like they get bored. I mean, this game they couldn't get bored. They had to, you know, score and score yeah, and score. Sack up the, one, bit, yeah. the one thing that was fun is it was like Derek Carr is like actually playing to his potential. Because that dude's got a really good – obviously when he's playing against Pat Mahomes, his skill set doesn't look that unworldly. But like in a world <laughs> where there is – in a world where there's no Pat Mahomes, Derek Carr is like one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, you know? And yeah. like – Three Speaking years, of off script, what's that? I was going to say, what, three, four years ago, he was putting up MVP-type numbers, and he was, I, I know he he's that, in that discussion. I was going to say, I think he did that in 2016, so about four yeah. years ago. So under, and operating under that assumption, you think Car- you give Cartson one more year to look good again? Or I don't want to talk Eagles. But anyways, <laughs> so speaking of, uh, speaking of off-script plays – Witten caught a touchdown today, or uh, on the, this game. That was that was great, you know. Yeah, you got car. You got car. That, that, um, that was the that was the touchdown yarder. to put him ahead, right? Yep, the corner yeah. yep, in the corner there. You know, speak. You know, Owen, I'll bite. I'll bite. Speaking of my my lowly, lowly, lowly. Couldn't Eagles. help it, Owen. He couldn't help it. I Nelson help Aguilar. It. Nelson Aguilar. Six oh yeah, catches, eighty yeah. yards and a he's touchdown. Been, he's going off this year. He's better than every single receiver on the Eagles right now. That's so sad. But anyways, yeah. I can feel your pain. I can feel it. I mean, no one would have expected it either. He's like he was like the third receiver on depth chart at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, and Rug, I mean, that clears up Rugs. He can make his play, his one play game. Well, his, his <laughs> one this play point. this game was a five yard catch. But that's that's the other thing they're saying about Rugs in the draft is that just his speed is clearing up the rest of the field for all the other receivers just That's making true. everybody a little bit more open. So it's, it's probably more of a tentative thing right now where yeah. teams are like, Hey, this guy's super fast. We just got to pay attention to him. Yep. I mean, if he doesn't like next year, we'll definitely be put up or shut up for him. Like if he's not just blowing it up wild, like nobody's going to pay any attention to him. He's just going to yep. be another short, fast guy. There's yep. one of them every year in the, that comes out of the draft. So. That'll be interesting to pay attention to going forward. But the, the the Raiders' offense, I mean, shot for shot, right with the with the Chiefs. I will say the Chiefs. They have, have the a potential. In yeah. my opinion, they have the potential <laughs> to be as good. If they could get another legitimate weapon outside, they have a potential to be just as good as the Chiefs do because they got a top tight end who not a lot of people talk about, but Waller has been 
playing like that since last year. They got yeah, Jacobs. Had... Jacobs, who was what? He was rookie of the year last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure. So, Seth, I'm going to pause you there. The only thing now, speaking of Jacobs, the only thing about that guy is the way he runs the ball. I don't see him lasting that long because he's like, it's almost worse than Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry, like, Derrick Henry doesn't take these big monster shots because Derrick Henry, it's basically. He did like, on Sunday. I, I don't know if you saw he that, did, but yeah. he no, took he a huge shot Sunday and I was like, whoa. Yeah. But, J- Josh but anyways, Jacobs yeah, yeah. It, like, he does it multiple times a game, and it's like, if this guy lasts, like, five years, I'd be surprised. He could be, like, a Zeke type, and he's an Alabama guy, you know, so it's, like, basically an extra two years of NFL experience right there, just running the ball. Yeah. But I, I wonder how long he's going to last. Like, if I was the Raiders next year, second, third round, I'm going after a running back because Josh Jacobs' game is not going to – it's not going to lead to a long career to where Derrick Henry's, I think, could because he gets into these, you know, where he's striding through the secondary and outrunning guys. Josh Jacobs, like, just goes and finds contact. Like, it's it's kind of wild. Well, I think it also helped Henry because he didn't really play much, what, his first two years in. He he was a, a rotation no. guy. He wasn't yep. he wasn't the main guy until last year, really. Yep. Literally until last year, yeah. Josh Jacobs got thrown straight into the fire in, in uh, Las Vegas. Speaking of uh, Derrick Henry, the, this, we talked a lot about these first two games. Uh, there are two other games between – most likely playoff teams that were super close. This was the other OT game, Titans-Ravens. Y'all want to talk about two of the best uh, rosters in the league? Did right they now? put it together? Is that, the what's, is, that, <laughs> is that what's going on here? I don't – if – so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get it right again. Uh, Adore Jackson, Jadavian Clowney were both out, right? Yep, yep. So, I, thought, I thought to that point, I thought it was going to be a Lamar game, but it was not a Lamar Not at all. Exactly. He, here's oh, yes. my question. Here is when I watch. I watch most of this game. Is are the Ravens really a playoff team right now? The way they've you know, been playing. Seth, I want to say something real quick. I want to say something because I got this right here in my notes. Hollywood Brown had. I don't even think he had a target in the first half. I don't think he had a single target in the first half. And I know for a fact he. Okay, Hollywood Brown on the game. He's got three zero targets. catches, three targets for zero. Yeah. Okay, this is the problem with the Ravens' offense, I think, is you've got – Lamar only throws it to the middle of the field. Like, it reminds me of, like, when Vic was in Atlanta and all he did was throw it to Crumpler. Like, that's it. Mark Andrews has got seven targets. Des Bryant, they, they seem like they're trying to get it to him a lot early. And then, Willie, yeah, and then Willie Sneed, like, seven targets. That's basically every game, if not more. But Willie Sneed is running all this stuff over the middle. Lamar doesn't seem to see outside of the numbers. Like, he doesn't seem to see outside of the hashes. He just throws it to the middle of the field. I think but, it's – go ahead. ahead. I think oh, it's well, – I, I think it's a confidence issue, a lot of it. I mean, and accuracy. You think it's a confidence? I think so, because it's, it's also a comfortability thing. I mean, Mark Andrews, you talk about Mahomes and, and Kelsey, it's almost like him and, him and Andrews as well, because Andrews is getting a majority of the targets most games. You know, but but to that point, Seth, Mahomes takes shots. Like he'll throw the ball downfield and yeah, he'll throw it outside the sure. numbers. And Mahomes isn't like, oh, Andrews isn't open. Let me take off and run. To where Lamar will just take off and run. That dude's got ten plus carries every game. And like this game, it wasn't even effective because what literally all Tennessee did was go, let's make Lamar beat us. Yeah. And if you take out his weapons, like his big play we- weapons, Hollywood Brown, you're gonna beat him. 
Now, I will say they got chunked up by Dobbins big time, but like Ingram and the other ones, I mean, those guys didn't really do much other than that. But if you make Lamar – Ingram's might be done at this point. Ingram might be. He might be. He really might be. The thing – what's so wild is what was it up until this game? I don't think Lamar's had like a game under 25 points. Some wild stat that I seen the other day, like where the Ravens always have 25 or more points. And I mean, if you have a decent defense, you're going to win games. But it's like in big moments and in big games, Lamar's just not a factor at all. You know what I mean? Unless they're that much better than the other team. Because – and what's so crazy is Lamar's got a good arm, but he's not going to beat you throwing the ball. It's like he's, he's got – He's just not arm. accurate at this point. He's yeah, not... it's like he, he – well, and that's the thing is there was one touch throw that he threw. Who does touchdown go to? Mark Andrews. I think it was in the corner of the end zone. And it's just like he doesn't even step into it. It's just like a little flick of the wrist. It's like Vic like type stuff. It's like – there's so much arm talent there, but it's like the dude, and I hate saying this because it like goes back to all like the black quarterback stereotypes, but it's like, he just doesn't have the head for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, he doesn't see the field, right? It's not like an intelligence thing or anything like that. It's just like, he doesn't see the field, right? It's like, he's not seeing everything progress. And it almost reminds you of like, when they said Vic just wasn't in the playbook and didn't but, care, which you can't imagine that I mean, Lamar. I, I'll argue against that. Cause I think he, you look at last year, he lost, the three starting offensive linemen. Ronnie Stanley did this game, yeah. Marshall Yano, one of the best guards of all time. Ronnie Stanley, they just paid the bag to, and he's out. Yeah. And then they just lost their big big blocking tight end and Nick Boyle. He's running around scared. He looks awkward when he's he's doing that stuff, but that's the only time he can do it. I think the Andrews touchdown was just kind of right down the seam, and he he was kind of on the run, so he kind of did a little flick, and it looked awkward. But I think he just doesn't have enough time to look like a pocket quarterback. Like, I think he, but he's you, probably feeling the pressure himself. But especially in the last four weeks since they, they lost Stanley, where's their record? It was – it's bad. I mean, they were they were doing good. They were they were 5-1 and one in the first six games. Their only loss was to the, to the Chiefs. And, yeah. then, and then you lose to the Steelers, which is fine. And you beat the Colts. And then you lose to the Patriots-Titans. That's where it kind of – where you feel it come downhill a little bit. I just don't think they're – I don't think he's lost a step. I think he's just dealing with adversity that he didn't have to deal with last year. Everything was just going great. Lamar, he had all the hype. He was just confidence, full steam ahead, let's just fucking go. And now he's got uh, – he can't get he can't get blocked. He's got the Carson – I took the F word again. Uh, he's got the Carson syndrome. Don't year. compare him to Carson. Don't compare him you to know, Carson. Here, He's here's better the than thing. Carson, but oof, go ahead. Oof, oof. I, I, think, I think teams have, you know, people talk about it all year long because the Ravens weren't what they were last year. Is, you know, have they figured out Lamar? I think to a point they have because I don't think they he hasn't. Out Lamar. I think they figured out that offense. I don't think it's well, just Lamar. You're right, but offense. if, you know, Lamar, they're going to say, you know, Lamar needs to beat you with his arm, and he hasn't done that yet pretty much all year long. So if you can shut down that run game and you can shut down that running part of the offense and make Lamar beat you with his arm, I don't think that's going to happen on a week-to-week basis. I mean, he might have a game or two where he looks good, but when it comes down to it, crunch time, playoffs, I mean, do you want Lamar running or do you want Lamar passing? It's You want him passing. In the, play- in the crunch time, big games, you want him throwing the ball. I mean, yeah, he's talented, but – you, running the ball, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't. In, in my opinion, I wouldn't because he hasn't shown that he can do that on a week to week basis. He's not you know, consistent. I get, I get that. See that now. I understand where you're talking because it's not consistent to where he's at now. But where I would say that you're wrong is it's it's like he's got to eventually progress into like 
a pocket quarterback. He's got to eventually turn into a guy that can beat you with his arm. Right. Until he does right. that, until he does that, they're never going to be like a, a valid thing in the playoffs. Like nobody's really going to, nobody's going to, next week's really going to show. Cause I mean, what do they got? The Steelers next week? Yeah. It's that's... like the Steelers. Now Owen's got a good point. I mean, they're, they're missing Stanley or whatever. That's, that's a big deal, but it's like, it hasn't really slowed them down that crazy running the ball, but literally all you have to worry about with the Ravens is them running the ball. I mean, when you're not taking advantage of, yo, I would take Hollywood Brown and the Eagles right now over any receiver we have. Anybody, he's that he's that, no, he's, that he's yeah, but he showed flashes. The Eagles last year he did. Last year he flashes. did. Yes, he and I think that's flashes. part. I think that's part why Lamar was so good last year. Why he won MVP because. He was able to throw it downfield to Marquise, who is, you know, one of the fastest guys in the league, can run by just about everybody. But now it's like Lamar's not progressing with his arm. And it's like there's something missing there. There's something where he's not seeing the field correctly and he's not getting the ball down the field because it's like none of these receivers, other than Mark Andrews, one touchdown, which was like a longer play, none of these receivers have many yards. Des Bryant, four for 28. Willie Sneed, four for 23. J.K. Dobbins, two for 15. Like, there's 186 yards passing. Like, Lamar rarely throws it for over 250 yards. Rarely. And if he does, it's one big chunk to Hollywood Brown. But it takes me back to, like, what was it? Three, four weeks ago where Hollywood Brown put up the thing about, you got your soldiers, you got to use your soldiers. And it's like, this guy's not getting used. He's literally, like, a total waste in that offense because of Lamar and that scheme. They're, they're just so designed to just run the piss out of the ball, which it works, but then it's like you shouldn't have – I mean, obviously, if you draft a guy, you're drafting a lead at receiver, you're going to draft whoever. But it's just like they're so geared to run it. And could you imagine how much more dangerous they'd be if Lamar was throwing the ball downfield again, regardless of the offensive line? Like, could you just imagine that? You mean if he was able to? Yeah, I agree. It would be scary. Well, yeah. That's well, if, if he progressed. If he progressed with his arm, they'd be so dangerous. But he's – he hasn't progressed. He actually looks like he's worse at throwing the ball than last year. Not like know. physically we'll worse, see. but getting the ball downfield. We'll see. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to take note. I, I find it hard to to grade him right now with uh, all the all them getting banged up every every single week. They got ten positive COVID tests. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, so they're hit pretty hard. With I'm that not right sure now. they're going to be playing this week. Otherwise, I mean, Tennessee really quick. Tractor Cito, Derrick Henry's back. Let's go. 133 <laughs> yards. Jeez, hey. the month. This is the month of Derrick Henry. He's going to go off 200 yards, at least one I of these. Der- I hope so. Fan- fantasy stat. purposes, I hope so. You got him? I, I, got got him. Okay. I do. I got a Derrick Henry stat for you guys. I got a Derrick Henry stat. Derrick Henry is the only player ever to have multiple overtime rushing touchdowns in a season. Only uh, player ever. The only other player to have done it twice was LT, and he did that in his entire career. Lindanian Thomas is the only other player to do that. That Love is it. just, like, wild. It but, is. you know, Tennessee, I don't know if you guys want to admit it now or later, but top five roster. I don't know if you guys want to say it you right know what? now. Quickly, before we'll we move on, quickly, because there's two other things I want to talk about before we move on to the next big thing. Do the Colts have a top five roster? If their skill uh, positions keep playing, if their yeah. skill positions keep playing, I mean, by the end of the year, yeah, probably. You got to get Michael Pittman and Darius Leonard and that Blackman guy just uh, like a year, a year more, and then you got some yep. all-stars right there. And by that time, they're going to need a quarterback, which they'll probably be the team that ends up trading for Carson Wentz. I got a question for you guys. Or Matt Stafford. Or, no, I'm, 
I don't know about that one. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> or Jimmy G. Guys... Maybe maybe Jimmy G. Hey. No, then, that, then they're going downhill. Who would you guys take? AJ Brown or DK? DK. Yeah, DK. I, D- really? AJ Brown's probably a better complete receiver, but DK's just got a weapon in you that nobody else has. You know what I mean? But DK's got Russ running the ball. I don't know. That, like, see, Corey Davis. AJ I, I get Brown. what you're saying. I get what you're saying because yeah. that that play that I saw AJ, he broke, like, what, three, four Beast. tackles and just yeah. carried, like, half of the team into the end zone. That was insane. That was nuts. Like, uh, that between, was so impressive. Right. Can, between him, Corey Davis, and uh, Henry – that's some of the like most physical skill players in the yeah. league. Like those guys They're are all big too. Corey Davis is yeah. a big guy. He's a big receiver. Cool. John o. Smith is a big tight end. I mean, they yep. they do. I I might agree with you That's... at this point that yep. they might have a top five roster. But you know, t- two weeks ago, I think <laughs> two weeks ago, I think Owen and I agreed. I think when they lost to Indianapolis, that uh, you know. But all right. Let's move on. Tennessee, though, if they go eight and eight this year, like they have basically all of the last ten years, that'd be disappointing because they're seven and three right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope not. All right. So let's talk. I want to talk Taysom Hill, Owen's favorite guy, and uh, his first start on Sunday against against the Falcons, who you know aren't a great team, but their defense has actually played better the last few weeks um, since they moved on from from their coach. So. First impressions of Taysom Hill, his numbers were, you know, solid. They, they didn't ask him to do a lot. You know, he was, you know, he was 18 for 23, and then he had 10 rushes for 51 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. So he he was clean. He he held onto the ball. You know, he did what he was supposed to, and they, and they won pretty handily. But what do you think of Taysom Hill maybe being – the next Saints quarterback after Drew Brees. Uh, no, we'll see. That'd not be, at all. That'd be interesting. I don't see it at all. I think uh, this, this, these next three games are just going to be Sean Payton putting his mind to work. I think yep. Drew Brees makes, makes it a little bit easier on the play calling and how creative you have to be. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that Sean Payton will have Taysom Hill on his roster for the rest of his life just because he loves, <laughs> he loves being that guy. Uh, so – I, I gotta say, I gotta say something. Taysom Hill starting says more about how they feel about Jameis than how they feel about Taysom Hill. We all knew that Sean Payton's in love with that guy. Like we all knew that, but like it says a lot because Jameis is a more talented quarterback, arm wise. Is he? Like he's much. Dude, Taysom Hill throwing the ball down the field looked like Drew Brees. It looked like he's got no arm strength. It looked yeah, like he could throw the ball. I was going to say, it looked like he could throw the ball like 35, 40 yards down the field, and that was it. If he didn't have – if he didn't have Sean Payton calling the plays for him, and if he didn't have Michael Thomas in that offense, he, would, he wouldn't have done what he did. Now, maybe rushing, maybe rushing, because that dude is Absolutely. like a great athlete. I was yeah. going to say, I mean, Taysom's going to bring that rushing factor where Jameis obviously can't do that. He's a statue. Jameis, yeah, but Jameis might have thrown four touchdowns in this game to where Taysom Hill didn't throw any. Like Jason, he ran for James two. Has, ran for two, which Jameis is not going to do that. But he probably would have thrown for four. Maybe he throws a pick. Jameis would have, yeah. Jameis would have thrown three picks. To I was going to say he might have thrown touchdowns. four picks along with the four touchdowns. Hey, hey, he got LASIK, so I mean, he might be a different man now. But uh, he got LASIK last I, year when he when he threw thirty picks. I thought he got it after the season. I thought he was got it. it I don't know. I know. I think it was last season. But now let's let's talk about this. Taysom Hill, ten carries, fifty yards, two touchdowns. 
Latavius, 20, 12 carries, 49 yards. Kamara, 13, 45 and a touchdown. That's a lot of running the ball right there. Looks like the like Ravens. That's actually, yeah, it looks like the Ravens. But that's the thing is I would, I would go right to that point is where I would say Taysom Hill is not the quarterback of the future. A, he's 30 years old. And B, there's no way you're going to consistently run like that and keep Michael Thomas on that roster because that dude's going to want Ten plus. Tom, Thomas like, will probably be gone thing. anyway. Thomas was nearly you, gone at the deadline. I wouldn't I be surprised if he's gone. Well, I don't I, think he'll go. I think he gets one shot, and I think if he screws up again, he's gone. But I mean, until he screws up again, I think he's probably fine there. Hold on, Michael Thomas is the perfect wide receiver for Taysom Hill. It's Captain Slant. He's not no, going to no, no, pass yeah. ten yards anyway. I agree uh, with that. Yeah, I think he stays gonna... if it's if he stays with the team. If Taysom Hill takes over next year. Are you if Jameis stays? He's gone. He knows he's not getting the ball down the field. Ah, see, I mean, because he never down goes downfield. Field. He never goes downfield. So, Jameis is going to push it. M- Michael Thomas is, yeah, the slant king, like you're right. But uh, I mean, he could get on the same page like Mike Evans and Jameis were. I would shoot if I was a wide receiver. Yeah, Jameis turns the ball over a lot, but I would rather th- play with a guy with the arm talent of Jameis than Taysom Hill. I mean, there's a reason why Jameis went in the top of the draft and Taysom wasn't drafted. Because their arms are totally different. Jameis has like a high, high-end NFL arm to where Taysom Hill has not got a high end. There's also that a arm. reason why one of the best head coaches in the NFL wanted Taysom Hill to start at quarterback and not Jameis Winston. There's a reason, though. Okay, this is what I'll say. Are we just going to keep Taysom, trading? There's a reasons. I'm, I'm going to say something. always a reason. Say, always a reason. I'm going to say something. There's a reason why the Ravens' offense has kind of looked almost stale, and they just run the ball. And the difference between Lamar and Taysom is Lamar can actually throw the ball down the field. If people start creeping up the safeties and lining up everybody in the box, Taysom can't throw the ball down the field. And who's he going to throw down the field to? You're going to start putting that offense in, like, just a box of, like, a 15-yard, 25-yard window. They'll shut down Taysom. Yeah, I the, Ravens, the, the Ravens don't have Alvin Kamara, and they don't have Sean Payton. So I was going to say, there's your with the huge difference I, is the Saints I don't have think one that of the best matters. offensive minds where the Ravens don't. Have. I'll, agree have with that. I'll agree with that but if you're limited where you can't take shots down the field that offense changes completely I don't I don't mind Taysom Hill if he's a starting quarterback I it pains me to see a backup quarterback slash gadget player getting paid that much money but Taysom Hill as a starting quarterback has swung me I'm a little bit on his side now it's just fun to watch it's stupid it's stupid to watch but it's kind of fun so, it's just, it's just a, it's just a gimmick, really. I mean, I, yeah. I really, in all seriousness, I don't think he could be a starting quarterback in this league, no matter where he is. Yeah. But it, yeah. It's fun to see while it lasts. It was kind of like Tim Tebow. It was fun to see while it lasts, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's, ooh, what, well, that's the thing. I only, I only argue I only hey. argue because I don't see Jameis really as being a starting quarterback anymore either. But, you know, I don't me. either. I don't either. <laughs> I think I don't see Jameis as a starter either, but he's more talented than Taysom Hill as a quarterback, that's for sure. He's also worse. You think he's a worse quarterback? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's move, move on. on before we'll, we we'll, get move, heated. we'll leave it there. All right. Last thing I before we move on. to top five. Let's before we do our power ranking. So, Jeremy will love this one, but I want to talk Cowboys for a minute because they did win on Sunday. Andy Dalton returned. The famous Andy Dalton made his comeback, and they beat the Vikings. And what are they? A game out of the East now? I mean, uh, half a game. Yeah. Half a game. The tie. The Eagles tie game. There's a a three-way tie at second place in the NFC East right Mm -hmm. now. That division's a joke. 
Well, beyond that, beyond beyond the, it, it really is a joke because I mean it, it's embarrassing that you're the team who leads the division is three, seven, and one or whatever it is like that. Um, but with Andy Dalton back, do you see the Cowboys having a shot at taking that division? No. <laughs> no. I think, well, think I think they can take so. second place, but I think I think the Giants I think the Giants got it in the bag. I think the Giants are the best roster right now because they're the most healthy. And I would I would bet on Daniel Jones and that offense over freaking Andy Dalton. Do you think I the wouldn't. Giants are by far a better team than the Cowboys with Andy Dalton? I would take the Giants, yeah. Yeah, you're a psychopath. So anyway, we're gonna go. I, I mean, they're they're all pretty even, so I could see any team taking it. I'm not really gonna be able to make a bold choice. Andy Dalton was kind of getting into a groove when he was I in did. there. If Andy Dalton what? is there and he stays healthy and he's there the rest of the season, I think the Cowboys easily have the most complete offense. That defense is still a trouble, and it's what still going to be that a problem. What makes more complete than the Giants, though? What makes well, it better than the Giants? Right now, I, I would almost take Andy Dalton over Daniel Jones right now. And he's Oof. got more – he's got, he's got everything else around him. I mean, he's got three receivers who could start on just about any team. He's got two running backs. He's got, you know, Zeke, who still is – Zeke, but not a full Zeke, but can still do it. They got Pollard, who can break Flashed. off a exactly, who can break off a chunk play in you know at any moment. And then they got three receivers. Like I said, I'm that to me is the most complete offense in that division. Now the problem I think that could hold them back is definitely that defense because it is so bad. But defense sucks. It is. It it might be the worst in the league. One of the That's worst. True. For sure, but I think that offense might be able to carry him enough. I mean, it is that division. They could probably win at six, you know, six and ten. Whoever's going to win the division, they're going to win it with six wins. Whoever hey, I just said it. I just said it. I mean, six and ten. You don't think one team in the in uh, in the whole division is going to win four games in the lot in the rest of the season? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I really don't. And I can't believe you guys actually think the Cowboys are more dangerous than the Giants. I didn't just say that. I just don't think it's it, – I don't think just, it's like a landslide. I think it's pretty close. Just sure. by I watching mean, the Giants – just by watching the Giants play the Eagles defense, which the Eagles defense is actually pretty damn good. Just by watching them, Wayne Goldman, Sterling Shepard, uh, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram, and Daniel Jones is more dangerous than everything, especially because their offensive line is better put together right now. But it's more dangerous than everything about the Cowboys offense other than those three receivers. I would take, I would take the Giants. Okay. Here's the thing. The, the Cowboys, out of their six games, half of them are against the division. They got one against each, each of the other teams. They can easily win those three games. That gets them to six wins. And you got the Cowboys – you got their schedule up right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Go through their – I got the Giants. So you go through the Cowboys okay. real quick. So next, let's week, the wins. next week they play Washington – I think. Who knows? I mean, knows? you're right. Who knows, really? But the way they looked, that offense looked on Sunday, I think they could do it. Because the Vikings still have a pretty solid defense. It's not like the, their defense definitely isn't as good as they once were, but they still have a pretty solid defense. Put up 31 points. That's pretty impressive, in my opinion, especially with Dalton there. I think they could do that against Washington. I think really the only guaranteed loss the Cowboys have for sure is they play Baltimore week 13. But then go they game play... by game. Go game by game. Yeah. Okay. So, so you said they got Washington? Washington next week. They got Baltimore the following. Then so they're Cincinnati. One and one, we'll say. 
Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. Then they got San Francisco. Lost. I bet you they lose to San Fran. They got Philly, week 16. And that's literally going to be like – I won't even say it. If that's that's, that game's going to be pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. And, then, and then they end the season against New York. Yep. So, okay, I bet you them in New York playing – so they played New York week 17 and the Eagles play Washington week 17. I think that this whole division is absolutely, like, hot garbage. But yeah, I feel, I feel quick, gross just talking about it. Real quick, I'll go through. It's always games. entertaining, though. I love talking about it because it's so bad. Yeah. Giants got Cincy, so they're probably going to win that. I mean, Cincy's going to be definitely down on a week. Did you guys see Taylor talk in the press conference after the game? The dude just looked like depressed. Like, yeah. it was almost yep. like somebody took – yeah, it was like somebody took – There was a report uh, – oh, wait, who are you talking about? Zach Taylor, Taylor, I believe. Zach Taylor. Yeah. The Bengals? Yep. Bengals yep. Yep. Oh, there was like some some locker room toxicity reports. Did you see that one? I, I heard about I that. Did. I did. I heard a trash show That's on Bengals good. land. Yeah. But they're it'll be there. interesting. I was gonna say it'll be interesting to see how that progresses without Burrow, because Burrow was like the only thing to look forward to there. Like at all. Yeah. Well, and T. Higgins. So Giants are gonna beat the Bengals. I think, I truly think the Giants take one of these two games. Then they play Seattle and then Arizona. The Giants will take one of those two games. I, I don't think see they it. come out of that. I don't see it. I do. I really do. I really think they can take one of those two games. So at that point, I say they're two and one. Then they play Cleveland. They can beat Cleveland. They definitely lose to Baltimore. And then I think they definitely beat the Cowboys last So they, they definitely the lose to Baltimore, but they can easily beat Cleveland. Cleveland has a better record. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland can't put up points, man. Cleveland can't put up they, points. They easily well, could, but they they play in Cleveland where it's a it's, it seems like a tornado weeks, every week. Yeah, two weeks in a row, right there. And then that was low, low points. I so here's the thing: Washington isn't going to win it. They got the toughest schedule at the whole division yep. for the rest of the season. So I'm going to say the Giants, um, just because they have their quarterback. <laughs> That's the only it. reason. That's the only Giants reason I'm doing. It. All right. You know, I was I was listening to I'll talk about the shittiest team in that division real quick. So I was listening to Chris Long's Green Light podcast and he made the comment about that is a very good podcast. He made a comment about what's going on in Philly with Carson Doug and everything like that. And I've read so many articles this week about what needs to happen there. And it's so many people that are like calling for Doug's head, calling for how he's head, you know, and it's like the one person was saying about it's it's got to be Hurts time. If if the Eagles lose next week, you almost like especially if they lose. The one thing I'll say is Carson. Who do they play next week? week? I think you guys, isn't it? Or they play you guys in the next two weeks? I think. Two yeah, weeks. you play two weeks because we play Chicago this week. So then we must play. Um, shit, who is it? Seahawks. I can't remember Seahawks. Which oh yeah, it's a loss. I mean, unless so, I mean, unless the defense really shows up, we're gonna get killed. So. What I will say is – Monday night, too. What's going on with – dude, after this game, because I think it's this, you guys, then the Saints, depending on this three-game stretch, either Doug's getting fired or Carson's getting benched. One of those things has got to happen here because it, it starts to turn into you got to bring in – because Carson doesn't fit Doug's system and Doug's not calling plays to Carson. And, like, watching the Browns game against the Eagles, the offense looks so bland, like boring. They're not creative at all, like when Reich was there, at all, at all. And it's like, on top of it, I mean, Carson's pick six, kind of on him. He got hit by a DV blitz. So, I mean, like, he ended up lobbing the ball up real bad. 
the guy's not known for turning the ball over. So it's like at, at, at some point I, I sit here and I think to myself, like, is it fully on Carson? So you either got to like, as, as Jeffrey Lurie, you got to sit there and think to yourself, do we, we just paid this guy. We just paid this guy. He was the MVP in 2017. Easy. We won a Super Bowl because he got us to the, to the point of going into the Super Bowl. Granted, the roster was really good, how he had a 100% offseason that, that offseason. But it's like, Doug looks bland. Totally bland. Like, his offense looks like garbage. The defense, basically, Jim Shorts, like, kind of shows up sometimes, and then other times he just totally loses the game. Do you get rid of Doug and go all in on Carson because you just paid him? Because he's – Carson is skilled in the in the sense of like, – I think, I think you have homes. to because – He's still young enough, and he's shown that he can do it in the past. He's not that young, though, Seth. He's going to be – I think he's 28, going to be 29. That's, That's not pretty young, young for a quarterback. But look at – dude, look at, look at like, Pat Mahomes. Dude's 25. Look at Kyler, 24. Look at Burrow, 22, 23. That, that's young quarterbacks. These guys literally come out and they can play right now. Deshaun Watson's younger. I can name off five, six quarterbacks that are younger you're, than uh, here, Here's better. the thing with those quarterbacks that you just named. You're not getting any of them, though. So it's not like they're going to Philly. No, no, I'm so, not saying uh, that. It, what I'm saying is there's going to be two in the draft this year, for sure. There'll be two quarterbacks in the draft this year. There'll be two quarterbacks in the draft next year that are good. Jeremy, whether it's, Jeremy, Jeremy wants Trey Lance is what he's saying. Is hey, what he's saying. He wants the next, hey, the next North Dakota boy. I would well, rather – so if, if it goes right for me, I like I don't want to lose any of those guys, but somebody's head's got to roll at this point. And so I think that, it's got to be Doug. Somebody's head's got to gotta roll. Let me let me tell you why it's going to be Doug. Is the Eagles just hook themselves to Carson's hip for the next four years, and you have you just you got to deal with it. You got to make something happen with Carson. Doug's gone at but, the end of the year or before the but, end of the year. Doug's gone. But, That's just but, it. That's the reality. Here's the, big, here's the butt to it all. And I just read this the other day. The Eagles could get out of Wentz's contract pretty easy. If you traded him, now you got to tell me, Rivers is literally a grandfather, and he's got 12 kids. Rivers is out this year and next year, next year or the year after, right? You don't think Frank Wright, who played – who coached fantastic with Wentz, you don't think he ponies up to try to go and get Wentz? So you They're cut, not gonna you cut Rivers picks. after this year? You cut Rivers after this year? No, when no, no. Let's say pretty- he – so he retires this year and next. Okay. I say I could see Wentz ending up there. I could see Wentz ending up in two places, Indianapolis or Minnesota. I could see him ending up in either let's of those not, places. I, I, let's not talk about that. But let's not talk about him going I to say, Minnesota. So I, I like Carson too in, much for that to happen. I see him ending up in Indy for the simple reason of Frank Wright. He'd fit that offense perfect. I get and it. I bet you that I bet you that because they're not going to be in position to draft a quarterback. They're too good. That roster's yep. too good. That coaching staff's too good. They're going to have to make a move to get a quarterback. And it's going to be either – I think Sam Darnold ends up in – I think he ends up in San Fran. Perfect fit there. I think Garoppolo somehow ends up back in New England. Another really good fit. And then I his think – His is, Madden brain is operating right this is now. What he, this Both, is what he yes, said at the deadline. Literally. <laughs> literally. Because it should have happened. Darnold should have been moved. He should have moved because San, San Fran would be totally different. Right now. And then I could see Wentz and how he would pull some wonky-ass crap where Wentz gets shipped and they pay for like 75 to 80% of that contract to bring them over there. And then Eagles are fine. And then it's like, my thing is to totally figure out if it's Wentz or Doug, you got to throw Hurts in at some point this season. If we drop the next two games, you got to throw Hurts in. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, if you're three and seven or three, and, well, three and eight, three and nine, I mean, you got to, you yeah. got to see what Jalen can do. I mean, you I have to. And 
on top of it, guys, this is where it's got to be Doug's head that rolls. Jason Peters just had the worst rating of an offensive lineman in like three years against the Browns. Dude's cooked. He's 38 years old. He can't play. Yeah, that was, Look, good. that was stupid. That was stupid. I don't know why he's even on the field anymore. I don't know why he's on the roster. Elshon looks slower right. than I know. All right. Anyway. Before you get on that tangent again, <laughs> we're going to move on. Well, here, Love Seth, get, Seth, indulge me for a second. Let me give you a quick line on the rest of these games that we missed. Seahawks okay. look great. NFC contender back again. Cardinals still look good. I don't take anything away. Uh, let's go. Let's Panthers. It's Lions suck. Panthers look good a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that, that was that – was, uh, wow. That, that Jag, surprised yeah. me. Jaguars suck. Bron- Broncos won, but they still suck. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even get into that. About that game. I was going to say the one thing I'd say about that game is, yo, Flores looks like Flores looks like a really good coach, and that roster like is okay with anything that guy does. I, I agree. He I looks agree. like he's got complete control there. I still – it was a dumb loss. I don't think – um, I don't think they're out of playoff contention by any no, means. No, no, for sure, for sure. But um, it, it, look, go ahead. It was going to say it's too bad because it was two weeks of this two a, two a time and this huge hype over him, and then he comes in and yep. – yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't play he bad himself. per se, but he, I mean, didn't turn over the ball. I didn't make really make mistakes, but he didn't do anything to make that offense move. And they bring in, bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he doesn't do really much more. Yeah, but and they I mean, said they're going to go back to Tua. They're going to go back to Tua next week. Yeah, they have to. That was a good. That was a good coaching thing. Like yeah, everyone has to be accountable when your quarterback yeah. isn't a star yet. Like he's obviously on his way, but that was a good like move to bench him. Um, he jinxed himself though off saying that uh, he expected the NFL to be harder. Jinxed himself. He did. I don't know why. What a dumb. I mean, he probably dumb. didn't think dumb. about it too much, but he knows now. Right. Um, Jets still suck. Chargers inched it out. But they still look like a scary three and seven team. Like they're gonna yeah. spoil somebody's somebody's that offense, day along the line. That offense is 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 can be gonna be good. I mean, you talk about the AFC West and scoring 40, 50 points a game. I mean, so Herbert can do it with them if he doesn't turn it over. Keenan Allen gets twenty targets a game every single week. Like that nobody does that. Michael Thomas last year did that. Nobody does that this year. Keenan Allen is incredible. Keenan uh, Allen runs the best routes in the NFL, though. That guy, like, is second a best, but I agree. To who? Second best to who? Devontae Adams. Now moving on. Oh, Rams I, beat the I Buccaneers. Could disagree left. Incredible hey. win. But Tom Brady misses Bill Belichick. And what a sissy boy move that he's done twice. He did it to Nick Foles and he did it to Jared Goff this week, where he just Here's ran the off thing. the field at the end of the at the end of the game. Here's the thing with that. If that was Aaron Rodgers. He would have been flayed alive. If that was Rodgers, if that was like uh, Kyle Brandt said on Good Morning Football, if that was if that was Cam or Baker or Lamar, like people would be eviscerating them right now. Yeah. Brady is just playing sissy boy. I don't get it. Like, what? Just it's, go shake a hand. You don't have to even talk. So I'm not gonna dive in on what you guys just said there, because I agree, but like I'm, it's just not worth the conversation. No. I will say. Is Cooper Cup and Robert Woods the best one-two punch at receiver in the league? Might be. That's not worth the conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> I'll say it might be, but yes, you're right. This, All this right. is my this is my compare. Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers would look like Cooper Cup does with an average quarterback. Like if Cooper Cup was with a great quarterback, he would look like Devontae Adams. They run th- very I similar think, routes. I think Devontae's more explosive. I think so too, but they still got they still got that like basketball duking out separation. For sure. And the thing with Devontae, it's 
That, well, yeah. Well, Robert Woods is a little more quicker, straight line guy, right? But they're both they play, great. They play a similar game. Same they're size. both great. They do. You're yeah. right. You're right. The they thing do. about Devontae is he's a good route runner, but it's more about his separation. And Keenan Allen's a, a route runner by trade. Cooper Cup is another guy, though, that just gets that separation, and he's just always open. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods remind me more of Keenan Allen than Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is more of, like, a physical specimen where he's, like, what, 6'2", 6'3", 215, 20 pounds. Like, he's a, he's actually a pretty big guy, and that, like, that's, like, the, rece- the modern NFL receiver now to where Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Keenan Allen, those guys are all, like, maybe 5'10 to 6 foot, and they're, like, route runners. You know, like, those guys are true, like, I don't know. I, I think Keenan Allen is by far the best route runner in the league. I don't think that's close. Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are the same size. Robert Woods is a little smaller, but hey, Cooper I, Cup I, is the same like size the, as Devontae. I like yeah, the shout out by Devontae to yeah. to Cooper about that. That was pretty cool. That was That's kind of where where I was thinking, yeah. just like, yep. oh, that that when you watch the tapes, like their highlights, they have the very similar like jukes, and all of a sudden they're like five yards away from the corner that was just covering them. See, Cooper just doesn't seem like he's as much as a strider as Devontae to where Devontae no, seems that's, like he that's could, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not as but explosive. That, that could be the Rodgers effect, too. Like, he doesn't yeah. have Rodgers. <laughs> Imagine if he did. Oh, One guy it. lost in, the like, the route running shuffle is uh, um, Cowboys. Uh, Cooper? Amari. Cooper? Amari. Amari yeah. Cooper runs some damn good routes. And I remember, like, right when his first or second year in the league, man, he put Pat P when Pat P was still good on skates. Like, he had that guy toasted. But, like, Cooper Cup is not – I'm not Cooper Cup. Amari Cooper is not really in an offense where – I mean, because Dak throws it downfield. It's not really known for, like, route running that offense, you know? All right. Quickly, we're going to do this real quick. Let's run through our top five A and B B teams. Uh, Owen, why don't you start us off this week? I can do it. I think it's – an easier decision for me to make this this week. Uh, I w- I'm curious on what Jeremy's going to say. But. Steelers and Chiefs. Easy, number one, number two. Both of the biggest point differentials in the league, and it's easy to see why when you watch them every week. You just, they, I mean, the Chiefs like to keep it close more, but those games are still fire. And the Steelers are just man football. Love it. Uh, number three, make it a reach. But they want to uh, – well, no, I'm not. It's the New Orleans Saints. Of course it is. If they, if they looked worse with Taysom or if they had some closer games here that they're going to have without Drew, then they might drop down a little bit in record and in rank. But I think they'll probably cruise through these next couple weeks and they'll stay up top of the NFC. After that, the Colts won a big game. This is, you know, one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest matchups of the year. And we kind of thought it going into, and then it happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was a playoff game in the regular season. So they proved to be up there, uh, one of the most complete teams. And then after that, Rams got a big win. It's hard not to put them in the top five, isn't yep. it? Especially with that top-end talent. Yep, yep, it's got to be the Rams. And then right after that, Seattle Seahawks. Won a big game against the Cardinals, the surging Cardinals. Uh, and... He had like Russ had a little bit of a a thing for a couple weeks, and they got a couple losses. But uh, they figure out the run game again, and he's cooking. Russ Cook. Recap. Cooking. Recap your top top five A and B. I gotta hear this again. Chiefs, Steelers, uh, Saints, Colts. Chiefs. Wait, wait, wait. Chiefs are number one. Sorry, Steelers, Chiefs. They're the same thing though. Wait, it's one A, one B. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Chiefs, 
Saints, Colts, Rams, Seahawks. Okay. I don't like it, but Seth, will you go next, please? I don't like it. <laughs> All right. How can you have anything else? It, I can't hey. believe you don't I, I can't believe you don't have the Packers in it. Honestly, like as a Packer fan, especially like Oh, they're right there. Me, I like it. I like it. But the Rams probably, and they're probably five yeah. C. They're five That's what I'm I, yeah, yeah. I like the Packers over the Rams and the Seahawks. And I like you, Jeremy, why don't, Hey, Jeremy, just go ahead. Why don't you just go? You're already going. Just go. Uh, so Chiefs number one for sure. Yeah, of course. Um, I just want to see. I just want to see Pittsburgh and KC face off just so we can end this argument. So we once can and figure all. this out. Yes. Yeah, I would. I would love. To, I would, dude. I would love to see that. Not love until the that. AFC Championship, we won't be able to settle this. Probably. Yeah, you guys think it's actually going to be that in the, the AFC Championship? I mean. The way that's going, yeah. Who's gonna, who's gonna keep up with Casey, and who's gonna? I mean, you could say the same thing about Pittsburgh. I mean, their offense. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm going Chiefs one, Steelers two, Saints are easy three. Um, It'll be watching how that progresses. I think I've had the Saints three last two three weeks in a row now. I'm gonna go see. This is where it gets funny for me because like these guys could all go like. These could overlap. Um, I'm going to go Colts, four. Rams, five. Packers, five. A. And then five B. So that's where I'm torn because, like, I'm going Bills there. I'm going Bills there. Wouldn't that be your seven or whatever? Yeah, that was – you said six. Oh, 16. I did go too many. I yeah. did go too many. My bad. So I guess Bills would be my one out. I'm going to oh, go okay. Packers over Bills. I'm going Packers over Bills. I'm going like Packers that. over Bills. Because the only non-Packer fan here is the only person to have them in their top five. Do you want to know why they're top five for me? Do you want to know why? I am. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. After – so I'm looking at this, and my two MVPs are on that list right there. Like, yep. for sure. I think Rodgers might have just took the MVP for me. But Mahomes is a very, very close – it's like a 1A, 1B situation. But Rodgers is probably my MVP favorite right now. Because it's like that whole offense ticks through Rodgers. And it seems like when Rodgers playing good, that the whole team plays better. You know what I mean? Now, that's hard to say after this week where you guys dropped like – I mean, I think what was – I've seen a stat where the Packers – or Rodgers has the most like fourth quarter losses, like big give-ups like that in like history of the NFL or something crazy like that. Yeah. Which is kind of wild to me. He has but a losing guys, he has a losing record in overtime regular yeah. season and playoffs. But like I think like two or three of those losses, he didn't even get to touch the ball. It right. was the defense right. gave up a touchdown before you know he could even get on the field. But that's okay. a different conversation about overtime no, yeah. in the NFL and things like that. But, but uh, hey. no, you're right. I just think I think the Packers the Packers are so much more deserving than the Seahawks. Russ's last month in general takes the Seahawks off for me because like. He's the only thing that makes that whole team tick. Yeah. And Rodgers has looked ten times better than him the last month. So I don't know how. Oh, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how you got to do that. It's just a big win against the. Is that they got the win against the Cardinals? You know, if the Packers had out against the Colts, they'd be, they'd be at number three for me over the Saints. So that's all it was. I, I think because I think the Packers are probably the favorite coming out of the NFC at this point. Um, I mean the Saints, if with Drew Brees healthy and them totally ticking. Probably them Packers are close behind, but I would probably go Packers out of the NFC unless the Rams just keep showing up. But the Buccaneers are so that's where I was kind of torn. Like, do I want the Rams over the Packers or the Packers over the Rams? Because like, 
the Rams showed up and beat the beat the Bucks, but the Bucks are so inconsistent. Like you, the Bucks could show up next week and not even score a point the whole game, yeah. and it wouldn't surprise could, anybody. Or they could score forty in the first half. You know, yep. Yep. and nobody nobody would be surprised either way. That's just how they are. Yeah. All right, quickly. My top three are the same as Owen. I got Pittsburgh, KC, Saints, pretty much the same as just about everybody else. It's not much else to say there. Um, number four, I have the Bills. I had to keep the Bills in the top five because even though they were on a bye, they're still, I think, easily the third best team in the AFC and a stacked AFC. I think if I like they're that. in the NFC, they could maybe arguably be the best team in the NFC, but it's a stacked AFC this year. So I have them number four. 5A, I have the Rams because they did come off of a big win against uh, Tampa. Uh, we just talked about that a lot, but uh, they look good, and I think they're a surging team. And 5B, it pains me to say it, but I have the Colts in there. 5B, they had a big win against the Packers, and I think they cemented themselves as maybe the best team in the AFC – what was that, the AFC South? Whatever. South. Over so, the Titans, you're saying? I think South. they're a better team than the Titans. I do. Seth, I think I like your list more than mine, even other than leaving the Packers out. I think Owen and I are putting the Colts in their more recency bias because the Bills are more deserving than the Colts to be in there. But uh, it's so hard to not put – I don't know how you guys aren't putting the Packers in there. I really don't. You know, if, Yeah, they look good. I'm just – I think I put a lot into wins and losses, and that's why I put Pittsburgh yeah. over KC. Do you know what I mean? So I, I feel you're picking more off of your your head-to-head matchup, or and that's Overall. the joy of that's the joy of power rankings, is they can be whatever you want it to be, just like with MVP, well, they can be whatever you want. It and to the be. the one thing that as I look at this, the only this is going to sound absolutely like wild, but the only two teams in my top actual seven that I named off, the only two teams that would lose because of their quarterback would be the Rams and the Steelers. The rest of those the rest of those quarterbacks aren't going to lose a game. Uh, Colts. Good. Colts would be the next one. Colts would be the next yeah. one. But I don't, I don't think Chiefs, Packers, Saints, Bills, they're not losing because of their quarterback. There you go. You're right. You're right. All right. Um, should we move on week 12? We got a lot okay, of games to go through. We're not doing our MVPs? Well, Just real quick. Yeah, Jeremy, you already said yours. And yep, honestly, my, well, I, mine's, mine's almost the same. I haven't flipped. I have Mahomes one, I have Rodgers two, and then I, I still have Allen is there as my third guy. They're on a bye week, so he wasn't able to do anything. His numbers are obviously down, you know, from Mahomes right. and Rodgers. But, he I mean, he makes that offense take. He makes that team go. So, I still got Allen up there, but those are my top three. Yeah, Mahomes and, Mahomes and Rodgers for me. So, uh, I've been saying Mahomes, so he'd probably be a little bit of an edge. But also knowing MVP voters, they like narratives. And Rodgers going 13-3 and three again would be uh, a proven narrative. So that probably win yep. him the MVP. Yep. You could almost make the, the argument with him, uh, comeback player of the year, because look at how many people wrote him off from last year, how Rodgers is washed up, he's done. 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, you know, those are not good numbers. I mean, no quarterback in the league would take those. <laughs> and he comes back and he's already got what 29 touchdowns and four picks now so yeah he's he's probably gonna throw 40 touchdowns probably have close to 5,000 yards I mean I could easily see it I'll probably flip back and forth each week between Rodgers and Mahomes from here on out unless right, right now yeah right now for sure yeah. for sure 
If, I think if, Russ is totally out of it at this point because of that whole month he had. It, it, he would have to have – he would have to be hot for the last month of the season, last six weeks, and, month and a half, for him to yep. be in that conversation again. I agree. Yep. All right, Owen, week 12. Here we start go. With, uh, Let's go. Start I want to go. Uh, I want to be Thanksgiving uh, games. We got to go Thanksgiving games. Are you because, sure well, Thanksgiving games are first? We have to because we love eating turkey, getting fat, and sitting down on the couch next to our older uncles and dads and sleeping through half of the new Thanksgiving games. It's the favorite pastime. It's my favorite pastime. First game, I mean, okay. Detroit and Dallas are your Thanksgiving teams. These games might be competitive, but they're not playoff teams. I don't think any four of these teams are playoff teams. So good luck to us. But we well, will get the Baltimore you know, what we just talked the about today. Washington, Dallas, they might be a playoff team. I don't like what you're saying, but it is definitely possible. <laughs> Somebody has to take that divisional one. It's, no. it's just a fact. It's I think Giants and Eagles fact. have a better shot. Eagles mainly only because of the tie, but here we go. Eagles don't win a game the rest of the year. Man. Houston at Detroit. Uh, Houston is favored by three points on the road against Detroit, who got shut out by the Panthers. Not the team I was expecting. Uh, PJ last week. Walker. PJ Walker. Yeah. PJ Walker. Know, That's a cool story. That's a cool story. That is, that is a very cool story. Matt Stafford is way too good to be getting shut out like that. You know what I mean? Like, I hate the Lions just because they ruined Matt Stafford. That's my thing. I like watching Matt him. Matt Stafford, Kelvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. And Barry Sanders. They're just the best team, uh, best franchise for ruining players. It's it's glorious. It's glorious because they're in the NFC North. But Matt Stafford is just, just – I, I, I'm, I'm a Matt Stafford guy now. I just realized I that. All right, so, I take <laughs> – so here, here's my official pick. I'm taking Detroit. Simply because it, they're at home and it's Thanksgiving and they're going to play better than they did last week. And it's Thanksgiving and they always play well. And Houston has a horrible defense. It's, it's not good. It's one of the worst in the league. So I think they're going to have definitely a better game than last week against Carolina, which they just they look awful. But beyond that, uh, I think they're going to come back and they're going to play better. And I think – the huge difference is if DeAndre Swift can come back from his concussion because they were playing well as he was starting to get better and, you know, play more. And if he's back this week, I think that they really, he really helps that offense, but I'm take I'll take Detroit. Um, what's uh, like what's the points on? What's the points? Uh, Detroit or Houston favored by three on the road. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Houston. Okay. I think, uh, I think I'm going Detroit in the points because it's hard to call because, like, Houston's got more star, star power on defense. But I think I think Houston's got a better defense in general than the Panthers. But uh, I just can't imagine the Giants, the, the Lions laying two big eggs like this. But I think it's going to be a good game because, like, Detroit's defense is, should be better than it is. Both these offenses can score. It's going to be a battle of the quarterbacks. For sure, but I'm going to go Detroit in the points. Right. You're going to go Detroit. Yeah, lock it in, I got, Owen. Lock it in. I got, I got too much faith in them on on Turkey Day, man. I don't know what it is. So you yeah, said, exactly. and you said Detroit in the points, and I'm so proud. <laughs> do you think they're? Do you guys think they're going to win the game outright? Detroit? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll win it outright. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. That's bold. I just think I think the Texans kind of suck. I think it's uh, they got a couple of players at the top of that roster that kind of force them to wins, but uh, I think the Lions got the better through and through roster. It'll be a battle of like not very good coaches and good quarterbacks. Houston in a dome, man. That's uh, my only thing here. Vegas says there's not there's going to be average points scored in this game, but I think I think it's a high scoring game. This could I be agree. a barn burner. I agree. Well. It's yeah. a barn burner. I'll go. Bandit. I'm I'm going to take Houston to cover three points. I think they win by a field goal or more. Y'all both take Houston? No, I took I took. I took oh, my bad. I'm on, I'm on bad. an island there. Uh, Deshaun, I don't know. I, I, from what, Owen, from what I wanted week, you to lock it in, but you just couldn't do it. I can't do it yet. No, not. <laughs> I mean, Detroit, after 20 to nothing to the Panthers, like Detroit sucks. Detroit oh, but it's Thanksgiving, Owen. That's, that, that is your X factor right there. That's He's so right. right, though, Seth. He's I, so right. Like, if, if it wasn't Thanksgiving at Detroit, I'd be, I'd be with you, Owen. But, like, that's yo, fair. To, to not put up a point. And, like, they've got offensive weapons. It's like, yo, what is wrong with you guys? That's a coaching staff. That's got to go at the end of the year for sure. I think so. So, let's go next game, afternoon game, Washington at Dallas. Dallas favored by three points at home on Thanksgiving. I'll take it. the Washington football team. You want Dallas to cover? I do. With Andy Dalton. Makes you sense. bet. Hey, I, I was I was glowing him up earlier. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take the hot hand. It once again. It's it's like Detroit. It's Dallas at home. It's not like they're playing Pittsburgh. They're playing Washington, who has a good has a solid defense, but doesn't have much of an offense. And I think they can put up enough points. They they have a great pass defense. So if Zeke can get anything near production. Uh, they have the number one passing defense in the league. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, a three and seven team with the number one passing defense. But it just shows how bad their offense is. (sighs) Ready for this? Give me uh, Washington and the points. Washington is taking this outright. Scary Terry is going to have a big game. Alex Smith is going to get it right. And I think uh, Washington football team will be in the backfield getting Andy Dalton all game long. I I think this will be a low-scoring game. I think this will be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think it's going to be like a a 14-17, but I think Washington takes it. Yeah, Vegas definitely saying 46.5 points for the over-under. They agree with Seth here. I will go Washington plus the points because Alex Smith, you're right. He came back, and they look stable at least finally. So it's going to be Terry – Cutting him up all the way down the field, and then he does the little dump off to Gibson. I think he had two touchdowns yep. last week. He's had multiple touchdowns multiple games this season. So he's just a nice red zone piece. I will – yeah, I will take Washington football team. And I don't feel as bad about this one as I do the Houston-Detroit game. I have more confidence. I like it. I mean, Terry's a good receiver, man. Top. He's up there. Let's go. Oh, for sure. He's good. He's good. Uh, the, the great Thanksgiving night game. I don't know if I'll be awake. That's just how much I'll be. That's how much I'll be eating and drinking on Thursday. Baltimore, You'll be going in for your second dinner by that time. I will have had my second dinner already at that point. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by four points at home against Baltimore. And let me just throw this out right away. Pittsburgh takes this easy at four points. The way, I agree. the way Baltimore's been. 
you know, this this may come as a surprise, especially to Jeremy, because I don't for some reason he doesn't like Pittsburgh, but they have the fourth best offense in the league by yardage, the third best in passing and seventh in rushing. And they are, uh, you know what? Just kidding. I'm looking at the defense. This is. I was looking at it and I was ready and I, I read it wrong. They, so they have the, one of the best defenses in the league. And I think their offense is better than what it typically shows, but they obviously they read on that defense as always. So I think as well, I agree with Owen. I think they take it easy. So uh, here's the kiss of death. I think the Steelers defense is built to shut down Lamar. I'm going Steelers in the points. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in. I mean, in Pittsburgh at home, I feel like this should be a bigger point spread. It doesn't no, make... you, you know why it's not, Owen, is because it's... Pennsylvania just passed a uh, thing where there's no more uh, fans in the stands. So it's probably that's probably it's also a, a division down. game. It's Baltimore, yeah. Pittsburgh. I mean, those are always just slobberknockers. Yeah, I seen another thing. I seen another thing where they're talking about uh, they're really, they're going to have the biggest mask thing uh, uh, law in the U.S. But I believe yeah. the NFL is going to cover them, and uh, there will be exceptions made to football players. But we'll see. So we're going to lock it in. Consensus quake on the Pittsburgh Steelers winning. Uh, I made a goof on the line, and it's actually four and a half points. I don't know if that changes your mind at all, a half a point against the Ravens, but I'm still going Pittsburgh. I'll take it. Oh, God. Uh, I think I'm going to go uh, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> okay. The Cal Ripken Juniors. Uh, not no a good choice, pick. Jeremy. I don't know if you know anything about baseball, but the Orioles are not good. There you go. <laughs> and that's your talking baseball. Cardinals at the Patriots. Uh, Cardinals favored by two and a half points on the road. That feels like a proper line. That makes it tough for me. What do you guys think? Tyler on the road against the Bill Belichicks. That's <laughs> it's, it's tough. Two and a half points is just about right. That means Vegas thinks – Arizona is five and a half points better than the Patriots. Uh, I'll take it. I'll I'll take take the Cardinals, Cardinals and I think they'll cover it because it's pretty much a field goal. So it's it's a field goal. It's a one score win. Well, yeah, I I guess the thing about it is that when Cardinals, when the Cardinals are doing good, they're scoring a lot of points. Yep. Yep. Which makes it easier for them to have a bigger point margin. So you're basically in my head. I'm picking a pick them. I think Cardinals win. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really have to think about this one too much. Patriots really not showing anything. So two games in a row, boys. I think uh, the Pats. I mean, if one thing I will say is if Kyler has like a real like game against Bill, that might solidify him in my head as like other than Pat Mahomes, the next best young quarterback right now. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot. There. I don't know. I'm so high on Josh Allen that I I think to me he's he might be number two. To Mahomes, young quarterback wise, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kyler, but Mahomes is right there with him. Like uh, not Mahomes, uh, Josh uh, Allen's right there with him for sure. I agree. Let me make this clear from last week since I forgot to mention at the beginning. I went eight and six on the week. Uh, Seth went seven and seven, kept himself even. Jeremy, wow, went that surprises nine. me. Jeremy anyway. went five and nine, and you sounded confident too. Me? 
Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought I had a lot of these games right. Uh, I think you picked a lot of the, the teams uh, that won, but they didn't win by yeah. enough. Okay, okay. I, Here's say, my next I think question. I picked a lot of the teams, but not yeah. the points. Uh, how, how, do you, how does that scoring go? So I was 7-7, seven and seven, so it means I picked – how, how does that go? I mean, it's obviously not just who I picked to win, but who I picked to cover as well. That's what, that's what I'm going for records is the lines. You know okay. what I mean? Yep. All right. So, so here's the, here's the overall record through, I think we've done three weeks. Uh, I'm 23 and 18 leading the field. Seth going 21 and 20. Ooh. Just there. Jeremy at 19 and 22. Also just there. So if you guys want to, you know, anybody's game. The, if you want to catch up to the clubhouse leader, I suggest you stop agreeing with me. Sounds like uh, the NFC East, doesn't it? You know, I, I tried to do that last week, Owen, and it didn't really work out for me. It lost you some ground, huh? No, you're right there. So. I, I think I, I, stayed, I stayed, you know, 500 pretty much. It just takes one week. If I know anything about this, it takes one week, and then all of a sudden I'm five games below you guys. So let's, let's go well, into the next game. Carolina, Carolina at, at Minnesota, at Two consecutive games at NFC North teams in domes. Can they take this one? Minnesota is favored by four points against the Panthers, even though uh, they just lost to the Cowboys. Is Teddy still out? That was going to be my question. I will look it up as we talk. I think think the Panthers could definitely – so the Vikings are going to make this a lot more interesting just because Delvin Cook, you know? But uh, if Teddy's if Teddy's in the game, I got a hard time not going Carolina in the points because that offense is so dangerous. See, P.J. Walker, like super cool story, but he did have three turnovers. I think he had a fumble and two picks. Yeah, he definitely had two turnovers. But it's just like uh, I I would have a hard time not going with Teddy in this game in that offense. Here's your update, uh, Teddy. They said Teddy was was well enough to play on Sunday, but they decided not to risk it which means he will most likely be playing this week. Also, um, McCaffrey was close. Doesn't yeah, like, I heard like he's going to be back probably too. Looks but, like they will they will skip him one more time, but again, this is early in the week, so we'll have to wait and see. Is, is Eric Kendrick still out? Is he hurt? That one I don't know. I'm looking. See, here's the what's, thing. What's the point line again? What's the point line again? Four and a half. Yeah. Carolina's favored by four points. Or no, Minnesota's favored by four points. That's four. Okay. Give me Carolina. Give me Carolina for sure. Here's the thing. If if Teddy and Christian are out, I'm taking Minnesota. But if they're in, then I'm taking Carolina. So that that's it, the hard part. It looks like t- – so let's assume Teddy's playing, McCaffrey's not. What are you Carolina. doing? You, you split me. I'm going to yeah. take – all right, if that's the case, I'm taking Minnesota, but – all right, here. Okay, I guess I'm taking Carolina to cover it. Oh, okay. That, is, yeah. that, is, is that, is that right? No, you know, sorry, never mind. You want Carolina in the points. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You both want Carolina in the points. That's what I'm hearing. Yep. Carolina wins this game outright with McCaffrey. Um. Minnesota get right game. I think I think Cowboys came out with a lot of uh, intensity in that. In that did last you game hear? Did you hear about what Hamlin? happened? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Mike McCarthy going a wall on everybody. Oh, I love it. Smashing watermelons and 
apparently that's all it takes. A couple watermelons and you're good to go. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you guys. I'm gonna take Minnesota to uh, win Jeez. by hey. more than four points. Owen, I smell our comeback. I smell our comeback. So I was about to say Owen. Owen just said we can't pick with him, and he, he's just picking against us. So. I should just so to keep my lead. I should just pick the same as you guys every time. You should just just coast Ooh. it out. That's sick. <laughs> Next game. Well, hold on. Let me see the spread. Uh, 49 points over under. Kind of be an average game. So that doesn't change anything for me. Moving on. Cleveland at Jacksonville. Cleveland is favored by six and a half points on the road at Jacksonville. Can they it. beat Jacksonville by it. a touchdown? Can they I'll do take it? it? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> it's not going to be. Uh, they're not going to be playing in a blizzard. Or not a blizzard, but like a hurricane. It's not going to be 50 mile an hour winds or torrential downpour. I think that offense is good enough, especially with Hunt and with Chubb. You know, Baker doesn't really have to do much; just just run all over him. I think I think they win by a touchdown for sure. Seth, I think he just swayed me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Browns by a touchdown <laughs> just because it's in Jacksonville. Just because go. it's in Jacksonville. I think uh, I think you're right. Baker might. Get some good Florida weather. You might go off. I'm gonna go Browns. Yeah, give me, give me the Browns. Uh, wow, we scared him, Seth. Seth, we scared him. Nice six, six, six and a half points is that? Is that? Uh, I feel like that Vegas is trying to trap us here by a You know, six and a half points is a lot, but it's just like a touchdown is. That's important. Yeah. That's a big number. Yeah. It's, re- that it's really that extra point is where it's at. So. <laughs> If we're if we're going down here, we're going down together. That's what I say. Give me Cleveland. All right. Take us uh, down. Uh, nope. I didn't lock it in yet. Give me Jacksonville. Whoa. <laughs> Last minute. They're gonna be up by a little bit and then they're just gonna run Chubb and run Hunt. And uh I don't think they I think they run them into the end zone. Yeah. maybe Chubb. Was it Chubb who who stepped out at Maybe that'll be yep. it. Yeah. He's, He's like, Chubb. I don't care He's about Chubb. your bets. I'm just I just wanna win, is what he says. Let's uh, so that'll be these that last two games are just going against you guys, I guess. Let's see if we can keep it up. Interesting game here. Chargers at the Bills. Uh, the Bills are favored by five and a half points against the Chargers. I'm just gonna say it right out the Chargers just don't lose by that much, they lose by like between five and like one point almost every week when they lose. So, for me, it's easy. I'm gonna go Chargers. I'm going Chargers too. Hey, same. same. Damn it! I thought I was gonna be like polarizing there. You know, I, I, Owen, I had the same thought you did. Is, you know, the Chargers nice. they have all, they have a lot of close games, and I, I'm looking at I'm looking at these stats here. Is the the Chargers actually have the third best offense in football right now? Isn't that insane? Right. That's crazy. I mean, you don't think about it, and really, Buffalo's defense is just average this year. I mean, it's it's still pretty good, but it's not like it was last year. Their offense is better, so it's kind of taken some of that away. I think it'll be close because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, though. The only thing I had to question is what is the weather going to be like in Buffalo, New York on Sunday, and it's going to be 50 degrees and sunny, so it won't oh, even be that see, it, it, I think it's going to be high-scoring. There you go. That's what Vegas says too. They say fifty-six or fifty-four points, which is way higher than any of these games all around it. So, yeah. anything to add, Jeremy? No, I think uh, the Chargers got the offense and the roster to keep this game tight with the Bills, but I think they also have 
the ability to lose this game somehow. So. Yeah, I can see a Josh Allen uh, redemption from the Cardinals game where he actually wins this one in the last second. So You think, you think a Hail Mary is going on here? Maybe not a Hail Mary, but a, you know, a nice fourth-quarter drive. Hail Mary to Cole Beasley, smallest receiver in the league. Yeah, would love it. Uh, moving on, Miami at the Jets. Miami favored by seven points on the road against the Jets. Take it. Five points. Give it to me. He wants it, Miami. Talk I'm about a get, talk now. about a get right game, and plus they're playing the Jets. I mean, come on, it's the Jets. Let's 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 get points. real here. Let's get real. I, I don't think I want to take the points. Seven points was that it? It was a touchdown. Favored, Dolphins on the road, a touchdown. What do you I'm think? It. He doesn't want it. it. I don't want it. He wants to, you're betting on the New York Jets, though, which we all bet on the Jets last week to stay within uh, 10 points of the Chargers, and they did. Yep. But that's the Chargers. The Jets, I mean, Adam Gase has got enough to keep it points-wise close, but he's also bad enough to just lose to everybody. They, 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 did, they might go 0-16. They did look good in spots, you know, Denzel they Mims. Did. Uh, yep, they did. Uh, I don't even. I can't even name any more players. Oh, Jameson Crowder, I guess. Prashad Perriman. I was like, wait, what, Crowder's what am a I... solid guy. Too bad he didn't stay in Washington. That'd be he'd be better there. Also, Mackay Becton's a a beast on that Yo, line. So. Mackay Becton, he might be the best left tackle in the game, like already. Let, hey, calm down, all right, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know okay, what okay, you're let drinking let me, over there, but let me rephrase calm down. this. <laughs> Celsius, we need a sponsor. So, anyways, um. No, I'll say this. He might be the best one playing right now because Ronnie, Stan- Ronnie Stanley's probably the best in the league. But, you're you're uh, saying I, I left know. tackle? Name off a better left tackle than Makai Becton. You've been watching that guy like week in and week out? I'll, I'll let Owen do it. I'll let stuff. Owen do that one. Yeah, you know what, Seth? Nobody's coming to mind. Certainly nobody that just garnered uh, $30 million bucks a year, highest so, offensive okay. lineman contract in the NFL. Let me, let me, I can't. Let me, that's let nothing's me, ringing a bell. Nah, let me take a couple nothing. steps back. Let me take this a couple steps back. He's top five already. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. okay. That, that, that's better. That's better. Because I'm, I'm telling you guys, yo, when that guy, like, when he engages people, he's just so big, strong, and, like, physical. Like, he just does I don't whatever think, he wants to yeah, do. I'm not, I'm not it sure doesn't matter. Him, so, yeah. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Like, it really, really doesn't matter. He is every game. And who is it? I can't think of what his name is. He's on NFL Total Access. He's playing the NFL. I watch his stuff on Instagram every week. No, shoot. He's got Baldinger. the weird pinky. Yes, Bal- Brian. Bal- Baldy. Baldy's, Every week uh, he's, yeah, Baldy's breakdowns. Yep, Those are great. I love it, dude. Love it. Every week he's pretty much got Makai Becton on there, and, like, he's manhandling these guys. And it's, like, top-end defenders. Like, and he's just – when he gets engaged, like, when he knows what he's doing and he gets engaged with somebody, he just dominates them. It, it I was going to say, I think when – was it was it Melvin Ingram on his side – uh, I was seeing yep. something like that. Like he just couldn't. He had to move to the he other just side. Does whatever if he wants. Pressure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, he does whatever he wants. You know, just because of that, and it's just such a dumb little like thing to say that the Jets are gonna uh, stay within a touchdown because of Mackay Becton. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I'm just gonna go. I, I like Mackay Becton. Let's just do it. Darnold is Darnold. Yeah, Darnold's playing. Yeah, whatever. Darnold, Darnold playing. Mackay Becton. Yeah. Give me the Jets. Uh, moving on. Let's make it quick. We're in the second half of these games. So, Giants at the Bengals. Giants, Giants are favored by five and a half points. They're seeing a low, low scoring game. Giants. 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 Seth, you're slow. Bengals are going to put up. 
Bengals are going to put up a, a, a bump, a, like a dud game this week, I think. Bengals are going to be what is like, it? What is the line reeling. again? Five and a half points. Giants at the Bengals. I'd take the Giants. I'm going to go Giants, too. I'm not sure. I'm I don't, know. Sure. I don't know if the Bengals will put put up any points. They don't have a quarterback. Who is their quarterback now? The Bengals might. The Bengals might put up a goose egg this week. I could see is it, that. Is it like Ryan Finley? Is that their quarterback? Is that who it is? Lindley. Is it AJ Taylor? Ryan. I think it's Ryan. Ryan Lindley. I think. I think you're right. We got. We might be AJ Taylor. It, I mean, not AJ Taylor. It might be Zach Taylor. <laughs> might, he might play quarterback himself. He might go do it. Is that why he was so depressed? <laughs> uh, I got him. I got to start a quarterback for this team now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, it's hard not. Don't root for the Bengals. I don't know why we did it for the Jets, but we did it. Don't do it for the Bengals. I'm not, I can't do it. I'm not that brave. Tennessee at the Indianapolis Colts. Great matchup. This Colts. might be like one of the two games of the week. This is, this is two top five rosters right here, boys. <laughs> Get it. Colts. Hey! Colts are favored by three and a half points at home against the Titans. Take it. That's put me on there. Oh, Indy. Taking it. Hey, I got. I got to make a move somewhere, and this is my move. This is my bold prediction for the week. What was the points? Three and a half half points. Can the Titans be within a field goal? Isn't that a good line? I I can't wait for this. See, this is the thing. If it was a Colts. If it was an outdoor game, this is what I was saying about Derrick Henry, like December's his month. It's a dome, though. You know what I mean? That I'm takes still it going. I'm still going King Henry, man. Because, like, Titans. the Colts' defense is – the Colts' defense is fast, but Derrick Henry is, like, it doesn't matter. Unless Trent you got a – I, I got a – I'm going Titans. I think the, the Titans' offense is just too big, too physical. And they're going to – I mean, it's not going to be like they're going to beat up on – well, they'll, they'll beat up on him, but the Colts' defense will swarm him. I still think the Titans, they keep it close. I think I think I'm reading that it, finally after three years or three weeks of saying it, I think Adoree Jackson and Clowney are going to be back. And in that case, <laughs> um, I, I think. Oh no, they just put Clowney on the IR two days ago. But Jackson might be back. Jackson might be back. Owen, who you taking? <laughs> Give me the Colts. <laughs> Give me the Colts. They look you great. You betcha. Owen, look good. wait, Owen, you're supposed to take Tennessee. Come on, man. I want. This is where to. I make my comeback. This is I where I make my to. comeback. I, I thought think, this was my bold prediction for the weekend. I think the Titans are geared for a great end of the season, but I think this game specifically with this line. Uh, Give me the Colts. Ah, oh, it, it hurts. I would never bet this game in real life. I don't have a good line on it, but give me the Colts. This is gonna be a fun one. I can't wait. Good divisional matchup too. I think that's that makes me think it's gonna be closer though. That makes that hurts. That makes me think like one two point game. I'm gonna stick with the Colts. I'm gonna stick with the Colts. I'm not gonna All change right. it. Let's let's move on before I talk myself out of it. Unless you guys got something else to say, because again, this is this is probably my oh, favorite matchup. Oh, and I went week. with you. You agreed with me, so I I can't talk you out of it because then I have to talk myself out of it. But then I don't see. This is the thing. Like if Tennessee uh, wins this game, <laughs> then all we just hear about it all next week. I, I I told you guys, top roster in the oh. NFL, <laughs> top roster, Eagles, 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 Titans. <laughs> If after this week I'm going to be talking about how shitty my Eagles are, so don't even don't even get me started. We'll get to it. 
Or did we already get to it? No. We, no, they play Monday night. It's a Monday night. Boom, 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 boom. Dun, 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 dun. Raiders at the Falcons. Raiders are favored by a field goal on the road at the Falcons. Raiders, Raiders points give me it all. That's what I'm going to say. Vegas says this is a high-scoring game, which makes me think that the Raiders win by a touchdown. I, I agree. I'll take that. Pretty easy that, that, that. That, that lock it in, but that's kind of an easy pick, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially coming I mean, off the points they just put up on the Chiefs, like there's no way they don't repeat and do that I mean, Falcons. And if Taysom Hill can put up 24 points on the Falcons, I mean, jeez. No way he is, The thing is that the Saints defense is playing out of their minds right now. They're kind of overachieving. And uh, the, the Falcons offense is like one week into having both Jones and Ridley back at the same time. So there were flashes. And Ryan, I don't know if you've seen that, Ryan. Are you talking yourself out of it, Bowen? I just don't like it as much as I should. But – um, I'm going to stick with it because it's only a field goal. You know what I mean? I'll take that. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. New Orleans at the Denver Broncos. Speaking of the Saints, they are favored by five and a half points at Denver. They're saying low scoring game, low scoring game of the week here. Saints at the Broncos. What do you think? Taysom, Taysom Hill still playing? Yes. Yep. And they got, they got, what was this? What was the points again? Five, five and, and a half. half. I'll take it. Give it to me, by the way. He wants the Saints. Yep. He wants Saints to cover. All right. Yep. I think they will. You you just said it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But And what you just said as well is the Saints defense is playing out of their minds right now. And I think – I mean, what is it, five and a half, you said? Yep. All they have to do is – I think easily it could be a 14-7 game. Or 17-10, 21-14. I think it will be low-scoring. But five and a half, yeah, they can win by a touchdown. Owen, who are you going with? Owen, who are you going with? This is going to be a stupid game. I can tell already. It's going to be Taysom Hill versus Drew Locke. That has uh, not what you expect written all over <laughs> it. Denver within five and a half points of the hey, I'm, going, I'm going Denver as well. I'm going Denver as well. We're Good. I need it. This is what I need. I get, yeah. Vic, Vic Fangio is going to coach out that defense. Like He's not a good head coach, but he's a great defensive coordinator. I think he, he'll keep it tight. And Drew Locke in that offense has the ability to score points. I don't see this being like well, some sort of like, yeah, I can I think Denver keeps it close enough. We're giving, we're literally gifting this game to Seth if it's just a regular game. But right. I just, I just have like, this is just the dunce cap of the week right here. This is what this And game here's is. the thing. Taysom Hill's probably not going to run for multiple touchdowns on the Broncos. And he'll probably not throw a touchdown again. You know what I mean? Like, it's going yeah. to be hard, harder to score this week for Taysom Hill. Has he ever thrown a touchdown? Has he, has he thrown a touchdown pass before? While, play, while playing quarterback starting a game? No. But well, has he thrown I, a touchdown? I mean, in general, yes. has he ever thrown a touchdown pass? <laughs> well, he, yeah, probably. I think he's only thrown 11 passes before last week, but I think he's thrown one or two, yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy? And he threw 23 times last <laughs> week, 18 for 23. That's good numbers. Solid numbers. Next game, San Francisco at the Rams. Uh, Rams are favored by a touchdown. Take Rams, it. give it to me. Take you want it. the Rams? Take I mean, it. usually it's hard to say McVeigh versus Shanahan. It's hard to say that much of a, of a spread. But Rams. 49ers, Rams. if they had Kittle, Kittle could drag them to within Rams. a touchdown. So, yeah, Rams. let's go Rams. Let's not talk about it anymore. Rams. <laughs> Rams. Rams. KC at Tampa Bay. Game of the week? Question mark? Game of the week. This is probably one of the best two, two three games of the week. Yep. Let's Potential, go. but but 
What's the point line? What's the points? Owen, what's the point? What do you think? What do you, I want? I want you guys to guess. KC versus Tampa I Bay. Think, I think. Owen, I'm cheating. I'm cheating. I'm looking at it too, so I okay. can't comment. Four yeah, it's three. It's three and a half. Can't, uh, KC favored by three and a half. Give I'll take me it KC, as well. and KC is going to blow Tampa out. I, I was sure just going to say that, Jeremy. Okay. I was just going to say that. I think. I think this is. This has the potential to be just. Uh, a no-show game for Tampa, and it's just yep. it's going to be a joke. It, it even more than not guarantee, even more than that, it's going to be a no-show game for probably Brady. I really got that feeling. I think I think I think Casey's going to run away with it. See, this is the thing where imagine Tom Brady walks off the field without shaking Patrick Mahomes' hand, then we'd be hearing about it. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, yeah. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> uh let's go Casey I don't think it'll be that I don't think it'll be a whomping I really don't I don't think it'll be more than a two score game I, re- I don't think it'll be anything like that but it'll be two it'll be two scores for sure because Kansas City will get bored and then it's just going to turn into like whatever we're up 14 points who cares you know I mean Casey wins games that are 34 to 20 and they and they still don't feel that close yeah. Well, and that's the right. thing too. It's because they it, don't and that's try. the thing too. And what's going to happen here is Kansas City is going to be up like twenty-seven, like three at the half, and then they're going to like kick a couple field goals or score a touchdown, and then Tampa's going to get some like garbage time points. But uh, Casey's going to run away with this one. I think with yeah, Andy Reid, he's he's like, okay, we scored thirty points, we'll probably we'll pro- probably win this one. So just let right. let's just play smart after that. Give me yeah, we'll go Casey. Consensus right there. We got a few consensuses this week, eh? Hey. Hey. We go down together. Uh, Chicago at Green Bay Sunday night. This is a wicked. Chicago, uh, Green Bay favored by eight and a half points. Chicago. Eight and a half points is the largest spread of the week. I'm going to take it. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Give it to me. Ooh. Give it to me. Eight and a half points. Ooh. Doesn't that it. suck? But. The thing is the Bears have shown no life on offense. I can't. Yep, you're right. And Montgomery. That Bears defense, though, isn't going to give up that many points, I don't think. I'm going Bears. They're not, not going to give up eight and a half points because that's all they have to. They don't know. have to give up 35 points, but it could easily yeah, be a 28 to 10 I think, game. I think that could easily be something like that. I don't think I don't think the Packers will score twenty eight points. So I don't think they'll still score twenty. They and could think score the twenty eight can... on the Colts. They can do it against the Bears. How's that? You don't think they can score twenty points? Oh. I'm gonna go Bears. I'm going. I don't think the I think the Packers win, but not by that much. Good. Jeremy, Jeremy puts Rodgers as his MVP. Puts him in his top five, but can't. Cover Bears defense points. is good, man. Bears defense is good. Yeah, but their offense is atrocious. And they don't even know who the quarterback is. True. They don't even know who the quarterback is. They haven't given up more than 26 points this week or this season. Uh, They gave it up to the Saints and the Falcons. But they haven't played Green Bay yet. That's true. Green Bay is the fourth most scoring team in the league. They're at home on Sunday night prime time. Prime time means prime time players show up. The Khalil Mack have one primetime player, and he might make a play, but that won't <laughs> stop. That won't All stop right. twenty-eight points. So I think I this twenty-eight points. <laughs> Jeremy says Chicago. Hey, says Jeremy, you sure you want to move on to the last game? I sure, actually we can do, talk about uh, it more. 
I actually do because I think I think this is the last chance of the Eagles correcting it. What's the points on? Seahawks at the Eagles Monday night. The Seahawks are favored by five points on the road. I'm going Eagles. This is the last. This is probably going to be the last time. Give me the I Eagles as well. Give me the Eagles as well. I'm going. I'm going Eagles because I I truly think this is their last ditch effort. Seahawks defense sucks. I mean, they got some star power, but they suck, especially in the secondary. This could be the get right game for Wentz. I'm going Eagles. Seth, I'm going Eagles as well. Anything to say? Any reasoning why you're why you're doing this? I, I think, I mean, I think that it'll be. I think, I mean, I think Seattle is going to win the game, but I think the Eagles can yeah. cover it because, you know, they they have enough offense to keep up because I mean, Seattle doesn't have a good defense. We all know that it's one of the worst, actually it's the worst in the league. I'm looking at it. Um, so I think they'll put up enough points to keep it close, but I just don't, I don't think it'll, I think it'll the be, a, a turn, there'll be a turnover or two from Carson or the Eagles offense to ruin the game for That's them. That's a but... safe bet. That's a safe bet considering he turns it over two, three times a game every week. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is uh, I'll say the Eagles defense is built to slow down Russ in that offense. Darius Slay and DK will be a really good matchup. And then it's like the, the, the Seahawks running game outside of Russ isn't going to ever like win a game against a good defense. And the Seahawks tight ends aren't like great. I think this would be a see, good matchup. I can yeah, see the I, Eagles I just, potentially pulling this one out. Sneaking this that's one what out. I'm saying. This could be this could be one of those get right games for the Eagles where they get on some sort of roll at the end here. I I mean I wouldn't literally bet money on it, but um, I'm gonna say the Eagles defense can keep this close and Carson can like Carson can go like three for two uh, three touchdowns two picks you know and probably fumble. So uh, we'll see. I, oh, I'm gonna just, go. Oh, I'm gonna go Eagles. Oh, and just take Seattle so we can keep it interesting. That's what I think, or that's what I was thinking. Um, this this one thing was gonna decide the game for me. That's how that's how on the fence I am. But it's fifty three degrees in Philadelphia on Sunday, so it's not gonna affect anything. It literally will not affect anything. It's gonna be a great game. That's football weather. Seattle. This could be this could be a Miles Sanders game. This could that, be like a big Miles Sanders. Jeremy, game. haven't you been saying that's that for what two weeks? Thinking. What's that? Haven't you been saying that for two weeks though? Yeah, but Doug Peterson doesn't give the guy the ball more than 15 times a game, so. Well, I don't that, think that. I don't think that, that frustrates me. That, keeping him that fresh. frustrates me. For what? For what, Seth? The what playoffs. What is he keeping him fresh for? What is he doing it for? <laughs> Seth, I think this this should this should be a big Miles Sanders game, um, but uh, if uh, this these next couple of weeks is going to be telling for the Eagles because. If this, if these next couple of weeks, if Miles Sanders keeps not getting used like he should be, and if Carson keeps on stinking up the show, I think Doug has to, has to, has to go. But if uh, Doug starts to kind of put together some sort of an offense and Carson keeps looking like garbage, you gotta go Hurts. You gotta go Hurts. But it, uh, this could, this could be interesting. This game actually could be an interesting game. If it comes down to the wire and it's the Eagles driving, the Eagles driving Eagles. at the end the of the Eagles. game. The Eagles. My Eagles. Uh, that Kyler couldn't get it done against uh, the Seahawks at the end of the game. So Carson's definitely not going to get it done. This sounds so sick. This sounds so <laughs> sick. But to what you just said, Owen, I have more faith 
in Carson in the crunch still than Kyler, even after all of his woes this year. Yeah, you can cut the, the podcast off now, Seth. I think we're done here. <laughs> Just walk it off after that one. In that, Carson, in Carson we believe. How's that sound? I, got, I still have faith in Carson. I'm losing faith very quickly in Doug, though. That's very the way it quickly. sounds. I'm ending yeah. I'm ending this 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 Philadelphia conversation. Seattle's going to win by more than five points, and that's just how it's going to be. I, I could easily see that. Sorry. You guys I are going to be see sorry. This, I could see this going three ways. I could easily see Seattle just blowing them out of the water because they are overall the better team. I could yes. easily see a Philly covering this, at least, you know, keeping it close. But then I could also see Philly sneaking out a win. Monday yeah, night. I could, so the one thing that I wonder is uh, a headline that came out this week is they were talking to Brandon Graham, who's Eagle through and through. He's been there for years now. And uh, they asked him, I can't remember what the question he was. And I can't even remember for sure what he said, but it was something about the offense. And when he could have, when he could have made the comment about Carson being the guy to run with, he didn't, he did not have Carson's back. So I'm wondering how close they're getting to going with Hurts. And that's, that's one thing. That's like a super wild card is if Hertz comes in in one of these games, that could flip script real quick. And that could be a, a like a, cause you don't, you're not game planning for a mobile quarterback when you go against the Eagles, you're game planning for Carson to like take these shots and kind of question himself. If Hertz comes in on one of these games, whatever game Hertz comes in on, I think they probably win it just cause it's going to be such a big change in the offense. And uh, it's going to be one of these next three games. I feel like. I can see it. I, yeah, we'll see. We'll I see. don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it. I'd rather see Carson get it back together because he's just – he's got so, – so I hope gifted, so. I hope that we'll happens. See. For the sake of him, I hope it happens. If, if not in Philly, somewhere else. But, yeah. All right. Well, that's it, Rowan. I said we cover them all. We got them. Thanksgiving to Monday. All right. We got them. Well, anything else to add before we, before we run away? Um, go back, go. Uh, I, know, <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard somebody make a comment that the Steelers were the worst 10 and 0 team ever. And, Jeez. uh, sounds like I the Packers worst 13 and three team ever. It's just, I don't think that's too far up though. It's, you're just trying to take you're saying that you're saying Pittsburgh credit. is the worst 10 and 0 team ever. If they go 16 would, and 0, are they the worst 16 that. and 0 team ever? No. I, well, I mean, right. You know, I don't well, think, how uh, many, how many 16 and 0 teams have there been? Two? Three? Right. I will say the one thing – I think the reason that people say that is because Big Ben's kind of underwhelming is what I would say. The roster's pretty good, though. I think it's mainly – it's probably Big Ben's the worst 10-0 quarterback ever. But uh, how interesting is it, is, is it that we could have a 16-0 and team and an 0-16 team this year? Like, that seems more and more and more likely. And, and, a, and a team that goes 6-10 and 10 and wins the division. <laughs> yeah, what a weird year. What a weird year. Like, what a weird year, man! It won't be six and ten though if the Eagles win. It'll be six and nine and one. Six nine six, and one. Nine and one. Let's You're go. right. God, how gross would it be if they if one of them wins it with five? Oh my God! It's just so disgusting. It's possible. It could happen too. It could happen. I seriously, I hate everything about the Eagles in the NFC East right now. I love my Eagles, but I hate them so much right now. But it's a weird year. You could have, like you said, you could have, you know, sixteen zero zero and sixteen, and a team that makes the playoffs. At like six nine or six and ten, yeah. yuck. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we uh, we're gonna get out of here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat lots, watch some football, but you stay know what, safe. Seth, I will do that. 
Hey, <laughs> I think we all know that by now, Owen, the way you've talked about as much turkey and pie as you're going to eat. <laughs> have enough for everybody. But you are. I'm, hopefully I'm in that same boat. So, all right. Adios, everybody. Adios. <laughs>